Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip-hop. I am Wood. Made daily. With organic, farm-to-table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch-guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken Pencil Logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. This is the WrestleMania extravaganza-ish. You hear the excitement in my voice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we are. I don't even know how I feel, man. (laughs) I mean, is it a celebration or a funeral? A little bit of both. Oh, man. (laughs) It it it's a celebration of life. <laughs> oh man! Hey, tell you yeah. what, man. So we're we're here for one reason, one reason only. Let's get this ball rolling. Hey, hey! You, you know, know who, who ain't gonna, gonna win. win. You know who ain't gonna win. You know who ain't gonna win. You say that this shit again. I know who ain't gonna win. You know who ain't gonna win. You know who ain't gonna win. We say that this shit again. One, two, two, three. Get your tail. One, two, two, three. Get the fuck on. One, two, two, three. Get your tail. One, two, two, three. Get the fuck on. I'm I'm so like unenthused with this whole thing. <laughs> We're gonna have to put WrestleMania on a t-shirt because they didn't kill this one. <laughs> airbrush. Airbrush. Oh, not the airbrush either with the little sight. Oh no. It's gotta have a, a halo with some white clouds. Blue background. Wow. <laughs> you finna get the you finna get the hood photoshop obituary. Oh man. Oh my god. That yes, might not be a terrible. bad idea. Just get some just get a really ch- uh because I don't don't gas me up. Listen, don't do that. Listen, air, airbrush artists aren't trashed. I, the, the idea of the airbrush t-shirt is in my opinion opinion and i guarantee you this wrestlemania t-shirt airbrush (laughs) (laughs) this shit would go viral in a heartbeat i'm telling you what the thing is is like airbrush was done to such a unrealistic degree back when we were (laughs) we were functioning that you you can't resurrect that you can't uh, when you put it on it's gonna look the way it looks that's not one of those things that like okay it's been gone long enough and now you can bring it back it's not vintage like no nope. champion champion <laughs> like champion basketball jerseys or like you know grand hill feelers like it doesn't have that same it don't have that same bounce back you put on a fully airbrushed shirt you just gonna have to be accept that this is what it is this this is that this is what it's gonna be it ain't changing ever for anyone know that right like the the flavor <laughs> of coke has not changed at all Lim- lemonade was a popular drink and it, it still, still is <laughs> so that type of vibe why why the hell are we going in like this well we're about to run down this once again that the wrestlemania 36 do-over aka the two nights of wrestlemania at raymond james stadium 36.5 um, so this is this was at Raymond James Stadium, or supposed to have been last year. Ended up being at uh, it wasn't even Tropicana Field. It was at the Amway Center, wasn't it in Orlando? Um, 
I think last year it was at the Amway Center. Was it? I believe I believe it was. Let me let me let me do my Googles here real quick. I, I forgot where they would do. What no, I thought it was the performance center. Was it the PC? Yeah, yeah it was because they had one fan in attendance and it was above the ring. <laughs> yeah, they they moved um right after that. They moved uh locations right after that. Right but on. Yeah, it was PC because because Edge and, and Orton fought through the PC. Right. And again, that that uh that fan yep it was at the pc yep wow (laughs) (laughs) straight like that so this year i mean they they had a decent crowd for a takeover um inside the capitol wrestling center so this year being at raymond james i'd be interested to see they had tickets still haven't gone on sale yet have they or unless it was just like like a local thing was tickets went on sale for what wrestlemania yeah when i was in florida um they were supposed to go on sale like the week after i came back so they've been on sale it's just you know they're not doing the whole buy your tickets now and fly in because that defeats the purpose it's a it it really is a local groundswell like if you're gonna buy tickets you got to be in florida or willing to drive to florida just to buy the tickets and you know people florida people going to florida all day long like ema Let's like see. Ema, like they're <laughs> Florida gone Florida, uh, WWE gone WWE, and this it's never been more evident than by this card, this build. Just take it for what it is, <laughs> try to enjoy it. Don't. I'm at the point I've I've resolved myself. Just don't overthink it. It's, it's just going to be a wrestling show. It, <laughs> don't. So don't go in with any expectations because you're just going to disappoint yourself. There's a they have pod seating and availability ranges between 80 and $950. I mean, that's that's pretty normal. That's it's normal pretty, for it, WrestleMania. It's normal for WrestleMania, but for pod seating, I'm not so sure. Like I like, Maybe, I, I, yeah. first of all, I love pod seating. I love the idea of pod seating. You can get the you you can get maximum impact because you get people who are diehard consumers to to take part of something that's not just for wrestling but for any type of outdoor event. Right now, pod seating seems to be the move. Um, right. I, I really I really wish more more places would embrace that concept because you can still get that impact of a crowd while socially distancing and making sure that the people that you're around are the people that you know aren't going to keep are, are, are going to keep you healthy i i am really interested to see how that concept works next year um i don't i don't think we're going to have that next year in my personal opinion i really think as places like texas keep texasing florida, keeps florida florida keeps floridaing yeah um i got a feeling that everybody's just going to give a middle finger to health concerns because you've been vaccinated and there's already been cases of people who have been vaccinated that still have contracted uh, COVID-19. So um, I won't even get into the discussion of, you know, vaccination and, and what the holes that are kind of being poked in the idea of where we are with vaccination right now. I'm just like, are they expecting a hundred thousand people to get into Cowboy Stadium and do what the Rangers just did for opening day? Bruh. First, <laughs> first like, what 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 do you what are your thoughts on that? Like what's we're talking about forty six thousand in the first official event for sporting event inside of a brand new ballpark that was has been up for a year. 
how do you what what's your take on that man um <laughs> i i think the what you just said out loud is exactly my take on it. you took forty six thousand people and sat them shoulder to shoulder in one of the most egregious if not the most egregious state in the country like fam i i've during this whole time i hadn't seen florida do anything like that florida just say i ain't wearing no mask <laughs> or i'm gonna go to the beach whenever i get ready ready <laughs> you took fifty thousand people <laughs> and sat them all next to each other to watch a mediocre Rangers team because we're not this ain't the World Series run teams from you know the Ron Washington era these this is like you know rebuild on a grand scale it, 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 it's got to say something when Florida looks at Texas and says no shit <laughs> <laughs> like Texas real? really just said Texas really just said hold my beer <laughs> like that that was our hold my beer moment oh like, man bruh so I, I don't I don't know what to expect from that. I mean, if there's such a thing as a super spreader event, that was it. Was it. That was that. Yeah. Today is uh, Thursday, April the eighth. Yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. I say yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. Twenty and twenty one. Hey man. And this is going to be the you know who ain't gonna win for WrestleMania thirty seven night to one and two. Uh, also, not to be outdone. We, you know, our tournament game is on, uh, is on like on a thousand. Turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it. Immediately following, you know, who ain't gonna win this week is our WrestleMania main events tournament, Broken Pencil Booking Company style. Can you dig it? What, what more can we say besides tune in, turn up? Get your bracket, like get your brackets together so you can write them out as we talk to talk you through them and be ready to yell at your uh, podcast streaming device, whether it be your car stereo, your home Bluetooth, your Amazon Alexa, your Hey Google, all that, all that. Uh, get ready to uh, even your uh, your Apple HomePod. Make sure you get ready to yell obscenities. Because there's going to be some points to argue, and I've taken a listen back to it, Suave. It's a pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. Well, I mean, like, how often do we swing and miss? We can't miss. One of these days, we're going to. We did it on our own before a show once. One of these days, we're going to go back and revisit like intros from like our first two or three episodes before the jail actually happened. And uh, right, yeah, it's 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 worth listening to. And our worst is better than your best. I mean, look, you know, we we put in a lot of a lot of work and a lot of hours, even though it doesn't seem like we're we're being serious. But you know, there's, we're trained there's, professionals there's to a sweat, certain degree. Yeah, there's sweat equity involved in having fun. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> like it, it took a, it took a lot of uh, it took ten thousand hours for this to look easy. Yeah, reps reps is what yeah. I'm saying. You had to you had to put them ten thousand hours in. So now it, you know when we're just you know spitballing stuff, it seems like we're operating at a higher level and it's because we are and speaking of lego night one so I, this is in no particular order the card is courtesy of wikipedia because we we just know like this is going to be the, the most concise way to get the card as it sits hey, um, are we going to include the wrestlemania edition of smackdown because now you were saying the street profits were going to miss wrestlemania and now i'm certain of it that's, that's just terror that's irresponsible 
I swear to God it is. Speaking of them miss, missing WrestleMania, two episodes ago, you made a graphic, which mm-hmm. was arguably one of the greatest WrestleMania posters to never happen. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. this graphic pretty much wrote what we have seen come to fruition over the last two weeks up to this point part of the reason for our lack of enthusiasm as we go through this you know who ain't gonna win it was a cold lick (laughs) (laughs) we 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 basically i basically assembled a wrestlemania poster of people who had were either gonna miss wrestlemania altogether or had been pulled for whatever reason and it's like i nailed each was he one two three four five six Nailed all six. None of these six that are on this poster are going to be involved in WrestleMania unless we're getting like some surprise stuff to try to, you know, that's the only that's the only remaining hope I have is that because this is the debut pay-per-view on Peacock, which I don't even know if you can call them pay-per-views anymore, but this is the debut major uh, tent pole event. On Peacock. Peacock is such ass too, man. Bruh. just ass. And everybody within WWE keeps saying, well, people just like to complain about anything. Like, no. The functionality, the transfer of functionality from what was the WWE Network to what is now Peacock is sorely lacking. Not just the content, but the actual user experience is less than. Let me give you an example for those of you not up on the Peacock experience yet. On... Sunday, April the 11th, immediately following WrestleMania, Stone, uh, <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin will be interviewing Chris Jericho on Stone Cold Sessions. If you if you've been under under a rock, yes, Chris Jericho from AEW will be on WWE programming while under contract to AEW, speaking to Stone Cold Steve Austin on a WWE ran product. Greenlit by Vincent Kennedy McMahon via text message, no less. And emojis. <laughs> and emojis. Which leads us to believe that there was a 13-year-old grandchild involved here, but that's another conversation. I feel like one of the one of the older kids, it was either Shane, Stephanie, or Trips. Somebody got a hold of his phone and just sent back some emojis. Like, let, let do it, Shot. Fire, uh, fireworks, all that good stuff. At any rate, pass passing the passing that on. It's lit. If if we if this were on the WWE network like we've known it for the last seven years to be, immediately following WrestleMania Fade to Black, there's gonna be a couple of advertisements, maybe a couple of superstar segments that are advertising the WWE network, and immediately goes into a rolling uh live fresh start of this Stone Cold Sessions episode with Chris Jericho. I would this bet a, after what I've seen. This is hundred percent pre tape, but yeah. Well, I'm no, but I'm saying, but it would be like a live environment. So, like, if WrestleMania goes off the air at 10:27, at by t- right. by 10:30, you would have seen 10 to 15 different clips of WWE shows on the network and and talent that were rolling to the intro for the Stone Cold Sessions with Chris Jericho. Facts. From what we've seen this week, with just like the Hall of Fame, which I don't even want to get into that bullshit. Um. And that, that's no slight to the Hall of Famers whatsoever. Just the, the, the presentation is off. People and, are, and normally we're able to say, say that, you know, the WWE production team is undefeated. No, nah, they, they took an L this time. They, 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 1,897,000 and one. 
Did they take an L or did did NBC slash Peacock affectionately referred to as the cock because all of the uh, subscribers <laughs> are getting the shaft? <laughs> it couldn't get me better. Tune than into that. the cock. <laughs> it couldn't get any better than that. Oh, yeah. it's rough out here. When WrestleMania ends, you can expect to see a graphic that says. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. This program has ended. Bruh. Which will make you either log out or go find via search Stone Cold Sessions in the hope that you can catch it on a restart. This is going to be a nightmare scenario. This is this is a scenario we did not expect to see. There's there's some nightmares we can we can we can do a mixtape of nightmare scenarios. This one would not be on that on that list at all. I'm I'm concerned will either one of these nights of WrestleMania be affected by the level of traffic cuz we've been saying this for a while cuz like when WWE Network first started people had issues with WrestleMania 30 just with the sheer bandwidth. I don't know if Peacock is ready to handle that. We're going to see again um Comcast Universal they it, it's time for you to put up or shut up and we're definitely going to see I I'm I'm going into this. First of all, which which package did you get? Did you get the premium? Or did you get the premium plus? I got the premium. Did you have any any like additional advertising woes with the premium during the Hall of Fame? I, I to be perfectly honest, I missed the beginning of the Hall of Fame. I went to sleep on the on the end of the Hall of Fame, so I still have not watched it in its entirety. I think you. I think yesterday was your last day. So wait, see that's that's the other thing. More like, bullshit. You're putting time limits on things. You put you're you're, yeah, like, you're dating your content. Your on demand content. You're dating it. Because I saw that with like um with raw talking is like you say you have three days to watch. I'm like what? Yeah. So are you gonna do that with WrestleMania? Nah, there's no way you can do it with WrestleMania. But I'm like that doesn't make that doesn't make good sense. Like. That's really. Then what are we paying for? None of this is making good sense. So, uh, so they're, they're all. These are all questions that are requiring answers, and we're going to find out on Sunday. Let's get to this card, man, because we can be on this. We, this is a whole episode by itself of just talking Bruh, about possible. On the cool, we might have to drop a, a, a double dose. But go ahead. Well, I mean, this is gonna, already going to be with you know who ain't going to win. It's going to be a three hour episode. So let's let's make it happen. Let's make the best out of it. Uh, Let's do it. And th- and this goes apropos for you know the the inception of the BPBC because I believe our first episode was almost three hours and it was highlighting oh. WrestleMania. Oh no, we used to put on full pay per views. You know? <laughs> this is the fact. <laughs> like, we would put on a, a full pay per view worth of content and then you know the yeah, life changed and we we kind of we revamped. Yeah, and I mean which 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 has gotten us better and you know it, yeah it's growth growth maturity and uh, refining our our delivery man just just a couple more months couple more months we can get back in these streets and do 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 damage we can we can introduce you to the the second the second part of this uh this podcast and the third part of this podcast there there's yeah, levels we can to this. we can continue to to grow the the branding Man, what what is it? Uh, shouts out to my man uh, B Clark and Caution Seven Hundred, uh, oh. all over. We coming for you. <laughs> Fri- friendly, friendly though. This is friendly fire. We we we're not dooting at nobody. Know that. All right, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Suave. Mm-hmm. Who ain't gonna win? 
Sasha. Sasha's not going to win. This is not the moment for Sasha to win. No. Um, this is supposed. Now, Go ahead. The thing I, the thing I'm, I'm looking at is like WWE loves to, to in these situations, air quotes, swerve the audience and like so-called continue the chase. This is not the time to do that. This no. is the time to be. This is the time that you put old school WWF logic into play. Change the title over. Even if like two months from now you decide we're not ready or it's not working and we're going to switch it back and start over, fine. But Saturday and Sunday need to be 100% about crowning who needs to be crowned. Man, let's, talk, no, let's talk about it for a second because Sasha's non-NXT career up to this point has consisted of take the title, lose the title. This is mm-hmm. the longest title run she's had, and God, it's, it's well-deserved, but man, it's it comes Might at a be time. Ever. Man, it, and, I, it, and it could, it could, it comes at a time where she couldn't use a crowd more. She, oh no, if this, if this had a crowd, this would, this could actually, ma- I felt like it should have made event at night one, but then it, I mean, when your, when your closest competitor is Bobby Lashley, I mean, you can't really argue if it's not the, the show closer. We have, we, we would have to assume that this match is if it's not a co-main event for night one, it needs to open night one, in my opinion. I feel like it's a co-main event, but it still would open because like you don't get much bigger. Like nah. if you start the show with that uh, on the on the heels of Women's History Month, and you come out with this match with these two superstars, I don't think you can start night one of WrestleMania any better. How much time do you give them? Fifteen. I'm thinking twenty, and I and the only reason I say that's because. I'm thinking bell to bell with when I say 15, 20 including entrances. Oh no, I'm talking about 20 in the ring. Um Sasha, Sasha can give you that for sure. She's proved it in NXT. Bianca has the conditioning to give you an hour if you let her. I, I mean, they're they're both um and not to cut you off, but they're they're both athletic enough to pull it off. I just I don't want it to get to a point where like it it becomes stale because you don't have the crowd. No, there's going to be this. there's going to be a crowd. This is what we that's what you're not I, understanding. I I am not I am not convinced that <laughs> regard with the smattering of people that they're going <laughs> to allow to watch this live is going to simulate what we're used to. All right. So, um speaking of other championship matches and crowning what needs to be crowned, your champion Bobby Lashley with MVP and in, in tow will be going against Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Um, Swab who ain't gonna win Drew McIntyre Let's hope to God he doesn't He doesn't deserve to win this When Lashley needs to carry this on We need to go ahead and get this uh, This this yeah. Brock versus Bobby at, at SummerSlam Like we've been talking about for the last three years Actual factuals Had we waited another four months to, to launch via Peacock We could have launched with SummerSlam Brock versus Bobby and had the full content You want to talk about a bag secured for Brock Brock could have got a million from Vince And Peacock could have supplied the rest Bruh, do you realize that like for him to come back for the launch of Peacock and then you essentially you probably would have real fans by then. That that's a five million dollar match. Well, and like, that's a that's a five million dollar payday right then. Because you got it. They're already talking um uh, with Peacock, um not with Peacock, I'm sorry. They're already talking with WWE that they have no plans up through July to go back touring. So this is of literally this is literally a guinea pig uh shot at the dark. Uh, inside a hamster, the the people in these pods at Raymond James Stadium will be on uh, on hamster wheels. Um, 
Disobedient Hair and Damian Priest versus The Miz and John Morrison. Um, just a random tag team match. Please, uh, let's get this one over with. Tell me who ain't going to win. Miz and Morrison. I hate to say it, but you're absolutely right. And I, I, I'll do one better. I don't think... Um, I don't think Damian Priest is the one that's going to get the pin. Probably not. Yeah, and there's absolutely no like, no reason Damian, for it. <laughs> Damian Priest will be the one to set up the pin, but Bad Bunny's going to do a splash and get the pin. He's going to do. He's going to do. He's been training. He's going to do something that he's been working on, whether it's a moonsault or a frog splash or a senton. He's going to do something, and he's going to get the win like that. Uh, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon steel cage match. Who ain't gonna win? Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon will only not win. Shane McMahon might die. I don't want him to. But the, I mean, I'm the, the, the last time he jumped off the top rope to, to give you the um, the the elbow drop onto the table, he was about a foot short. The man's over fifty years old. He's in great shape, but he you de you're definitely losing a step, fam. I, I really don't want wish the worst for you, but a steel case match north of fifty, you're asking for it, bro. Here here's the only thing I see that that could happen. You remember when um, Braun Strowman and Big Show had had a cage match? Matter of fact, it was one of the last times Big Show was on TV. Yep, on Raw, where Braun threw him through the cage yep. and the, a side of the cage fell down. I kind of expect something like that. Like Strowman would lose because he threw Shane through the cage. <laughs> something kooky where like Yeah. <laughs> but Which... Stro Strowman should win this. This program should not continue. It it was built on shaky ground to begin with. This should end. Here's what's crazy. When you when you say that about how Shane could win, it ties into the storyline of Braun being stupid. And there's your kickoff for Monday after Mania. We're after Mania is Shane confirming how stupid Braun Strowman is before he just gets obliterated for the last time. So is this this program is like one long be a star commercial? Basically, I mean, which is which is the the irony of why be a star was Stephanie was being the ultimate bully when the be a star campaign started. It's just it's so haphazardly assembled. Like just one or two different changes could have made this so much better. And they didn't do any of it. Like Strowman's whole thing about being upset is because he wasn't getting the opportunities as a former universal champion. So that would have been the reason to be mad at the, the front office to the establishment, which eventually should have brought Shane out. And then Strowman would go back on his tour of destruction, flipping over buses and cars and ambulances. <laughs> oh my. And then you get to this point where you do the cage match or the falls count anywhere, which has kind of been overdone, but, and then you get to the big spot. This is, this is awful. Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Um, or as we, as we would like to really call this match, uh, Claudio casting Noli versus Tyler Black. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna, hey, look, you know, Seth is normally on our radar for like Kung Fu Panda and, and different stuff, but since not, not right since now, he, not right now, since he's had a child, Congratulations to you. Since he's had his child, he is really, he's toned down on some of the stuff he said, he says on Twitter. So maybe he's turning a corner and he got his boohooman.com uh, account jumping. Because <laughs> these these suits, for those of you who don't know where these suits are coming from, go to boohoo.com and look in the men's section. Like the tie-dye suit, the Bam Bam Bigelow slash Harlem Heat tribute. Man. Right? 
He been in his bag, so I don't have any problems with Seth right now. <laughs> right now, when you, when you, I watch him say some, watch him say some stupid shit. When, when I saw the BPBC elite, I saw boo hoo, and I'm like, oh wait, that's exactly what that is, man. I was like, oh yeah, this is a throwback right here. Yeah, they they re, they recreated, they reinvented the wheel with this one. You feel me? Um, I I so we still have to say who ain't gonna win. Um, who ain't gonna Seth, win? Seth, 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 like Cesaro deserves this moment. I hate to say it, man. I, we're going to be in disagreement here. I, I, Cesaro ain't going to win. Uh, again, this, and, and for this episode of Who Ain't Going to Win, I'm going with my own who should and who shouldn't. I'm not going with any WWE logic. I'm literally picking winners based off what I need to see happen. No, you're picking Cesaro, losers. You're picking losers. <laughs> this probab- probably. <laughs> probably, because ah. we, know how, we know how things work up there. But I'm like, nah, fam. Cesaro has been trying to get a singles match on WrestleMania for entirely too long. He has as good of an opponent as he'll ever have. This is your opportunity to put him over. He has a WrestleMania moment by winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, eliminating the big show. But like, it's time. It's time to give him that, that singles match solo star spotlight. You're not going to have a better opportunity, which probably means he's going to lose. So, I, honestly, I think this is, of all the matches, this one stands to steal both nights in terms of wrestling. Facts. Um, now, they now they should get 20 minutes. At least. At least. Now, if, you, if you tell me you're going to shave uh, Bianca and Sasha down to, to a strong 10 bell to bell just to give this 20, I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. If I'm sequencing this, I'm putting this as the... If there, if we can fit three matches in per hour, I'm going to fit this as the third match of the first hour, and then I would rest it with the Bad Bunny match. Oh, Bad Bunny's definitely going to be the let me up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then finally on night one, we have the women's tag team turmoil match, which features Lana and Naomi versus. Oh no, that that's the let me up. <laughs> I, something tells me this is going to kick off the pay per view. Uh, Lana versus Naomi, Dana Brooke versus uh, sorry, Dana, Lana and Naomi versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus the Riot Squad versus Natalia and Tamina. I, like we were talking about in the pre roll, I think this is gonna there's gonna be a mystery team. There's gonna be an extra team that's not advertised. This, and, this, and you know what's crazy about you saying that? This is the exact same. Th- this will be a as big of a letdown if that happens as Matt and Jeff Hardy redebuting this way did at WrestleMania 33. You thought that was a letdown? No, 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 no. I said this, that the way that this will put, be, be put together will be as big of a letdown as Matt and Jeff Hardy was a pick-me-up. If I didn't say that, oh, I apologize. Gotcha. But no, that was a moment. Gotcha. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that moment was akin to AJ showing up at the Royal Rumble. Like, I, I feel like it, <laughs> the transgressions of WWE with their women's division has been, you know, have been great. Um, I'm looking for Bailey and Charlotte to form a team and be the mystery team, but that's me fantasy booking, spitballing, throwing darts into the into the darkness. So, who ain't gonna win this? Um, Lana and Naomi. They won't win. And it's, <laughs> you gonna pick one team that's not gonna win? I'm gonna say anybody not named the Riot Squad is not gonna win. You got the ride squad got it going over? Yeah. I 
and I'm looking at it from the perspective of like, okay, WWE storytelling, you know, as inconsistent as it may be, the one thing that they've been building towards is Lana having her crowning achievement moment because she's been air quotes fighting through adversity. I mean, this is this has been her year as as right. as much as we because we not for nothing. We took a shit on her because the, the company did uh, a year ago. Uh, hey, I mean, we just called it like it was. It's like, OK, her her strongest her strongest on screen uh, presentation yeah. was as you know, as the wife of Rusev as like, you know, um, the the wife from Rocky. What is that for? Ivan <laughs> Drago's wife, <laughs> right? Yeah, as Drago. Yeah, exactly. The Brigitte so Nielsen for, char- character. If, so, for those of you who it never dawned on you, Rusev and Lana's original incarnation was, you know, the Drago family. Yes. So that was her strongest presentation. Everything else after that has either fallen flat or come off as very corny. <sighs> I mean, but. They've been building this in a way that like hard work and dedication is supposed to eventually pay off. Ten, and, ten weeks know. of going through tables is paying off and it's actually showing that she's actually been working on her craft. She looks good. She's not right. great. She won't. She's not a Hall of Famer quite yet, but in terms of her ability in the ring, but with right. with consistent she, working, she she can definitely get there. She can, she'll keep, she, she can be in the conversation. She's working and improving. If they sent her to NXT, she'd be among the top tier women in NXT. I'll do you one better. If they just put her in the PC for six to eight weeks, five days a week, she could be in the top tier. That feels like a demotion, though. No, 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 no. no. She's probably doing that off camera, but just if you take her off TV completely, you know how dangerous that is. You come off TV, you're not Uh, guaranteed to get back. Yeah, that's not that. You you, you remember... um, what was the other member of the Funkadactyls? Uh, I don't want to call her Con- Cameron. Uh, Cameron. When Cameron decided, I want to go off TV, she never made it back. Not not to she, the E. But she also, had, she also had health issues, too. She did. But, like, if you watch Total Divas, which some people do, some people don't. I watch it for the content. When they were talking about, you know, Naomi going solo and what to do with Cameron, Cameron said she wanted to go to the PC and just continue to work to get better. She made that decision to basically take herself off television and got future endeavor for for her efforts. She never made it back to TV, so that that's pretty dangerous to decide. Hey, I want to go do this. I want to go do that. It's like, eh. Sometimes you got to ride it out. The irony is, when she finally made it back to TV, it was on a web based series for AEW. Three three or four years later, right? And then she popped up on an episode. Speaking of which, she popped up on an episode of Dynamite and hadn't been heard from since. <laughs> Here, here's a here's an interesting. Uh, it, I it, can't wait till we do another full show because it's a whole. I got a not a clip. I got a drum for AEW. Listen, <laughs> it, I can't I can't look at this match and not think the possibility of two teams splitting up in an effort to go to the table. Naomi and Tamina seem like they're they're poising. To finally join forces, not that you're they're to, you're you're looking for any excuse to get the Samoan. I am. Thing I, I, I'm not even. I'm not even going front on it. The fact that we that that, that the the Instagram is popping. <laughs> That there's yeah, shout, out merch. To, shout out to my big ooze uh, Rikishi. Bet. The Samoan Dynasty is an actual uh, Instagram page. Speaking of Samoan oh. Dynasty and 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 five twos, 
Jacob Fatu is going to be competing for uh, representing MLW, competing against VIP Pro DFW's own in Tampa this weekend, and then and then also shouts out uh, Lou Williams, aka Lou Gotti. Gotti. Lou is supposed to be, and I could be wrong in this day, card subject to change, April the 27th, or some some sometime thereabouts, the Samoan werewolf will be in the DFW area. I need to get my date right on that one. But yeah. It, please do. Please yeah, do. We gotta pull up for that one. Uh night two. Let's go through night two. Um the winners of the tag team turmoil match from the women on night one will take on the tag the women's tag team champions of Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. And I, I, I'm going to tell you who ain't going to win or who shouldn't win is the people that win the tag team turmoil match. And if they do, I'm riding. Straight like that. <laughs> um, no argument from you. Great. Well, Outstanding. I mean, no, no. <laughs> Kevin yeah. Owens versus Sami Zayn with the most useless person in the history of useless people in the WWE uh, celebrity capacity, Logan Paul. Bro, they're just picking people off Google searches at this point. How, how far have we come to where a YouTube, and I hate to call him a sensation, but based on today's climate, that's exactly what he is. A, a viral star. A viral star who knocked out Nate Robinson in his first uh, professional boxing match. You knocked out an NBA player that's a foot shorter than you. Um, and and not even in the same weight class. Um that like you're supposed to do that. Like let's come on. <laughs> you're supposed to knock out someone a foot shorter than you. You uh, never mind. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on a soapbox. Keep going. Kevin, do what Steen, you do. Kevin Steen versus El Generico, and it's not we can't we can't even call him that because Kevin Owens is in his Kevin Steen bag on, on in pay per views as of late. Sami Zayn we haven't really seen much of other than on SmackDown. I, I, who ain't gonna win? Uh, early contender for uh, match of the night show stealer. I'm gonna go. Uh, Sammy not gonna win. I'm gonna go. Kevin ain't gonna win. We'll be in disagreement there. You think they finally gonna build a program with those two? Yep, I would. Like, one, a, one like, would, a, long, like a long-term program. Long-term meaning that's gonna last through SummerSlam. I'm gonna say yes. I'm for it. So cool. Um, for the U.S. title, uh, Bro Jackson, <laughs> Matt Riddle nah, versus <laughs> Nah, 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 Nah. We're not gonna do that. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Start over and <laughs> do it again from from the top. Here we here we go. Three, In three. two, one. Go. Your U.S. champion Matt Riddle versus <laughs> versus yep, Sheamus. Yep, start, start 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 them shits over. Here we, here we go. Three, two, one. Yeah. Your U.S. champion Riddle. <laughs> Charlemagne. Charlemagne. Uh, man, goddamn, these words are hard, man. These hard words is hard. Angela Yee. Goddamn, man. Man, I can't, man. These words, these, what these things is letters, you put them together, they, that's hard, man. Goddamn, man. 
Riddle versus Sheamus, man, for the U.S. title. Who ain't gonna win? Sheamus. <laughs> Sheamus ain't gonna win. Nah, man. I, I'm I, wondering though, do we get our backstage segment with um, Riddle and, and RVD? Um, I, I the, hope that we would because they they should all be some in close proximity. I really hope it's after, after the match. It will make more sense that that happened after the match and that Riddle win and it happened after the match. Yeah, a post match interview and then Van Dam shows up and they leave they leave on scooters together, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You see how easy this is? It's, it's a layup. Someone should be cutting me for a nominal fee, soon to be a phenomenal oh, fee. Man. I will take some of this broken pencil knowledge, slice it off, and put it on Lunch. your plate. So I need I need lunch money for I that one you. and the last I one. I absolutely hate you. <laughs> I need no, I need this one and the last one lunch money. Thank you so much. Oh, Thanks for playing our game. Man. <laughs> yeah, it's too it's too late. I hate it's you. too late. I, I absolutely I hate need, you. I need those last two and, and I'll I'll do something responsible with it. I'll I'll, I'll buy Bitcoin and, and buy lunch. And and I'm and because of how fast you ripped through that one, I'm not gonna give you the full amount as promised. I'm gonna give you half the amount because you didn't what? have and half the what time. What is this? Yes. What yes. is this? Heal, heal me, I heal you back. That said. <laughs> heal me and I heal you back. Uh shouts out money B. And I heal you back. For uh, real. What up, Money B? Uh Randy Orton versus the Fiend. Um, do we care? I mean, I care, but I'm on the verge of not. Chick, chicken fried fiend. Um, <laughs> Deep fried fiend. You know who really needs to win this match more than anybody is the fiend. So I'm going to say Randy Orton ain't going to win. Whoa. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Orton, Orton is the de facto heel here. Here's the thing. <laughs> but yes, keep that on standby. Uh Orton's the de facto heel because he set a guy on fire. It's just how do you turn the fiend into a face when he's deep fried? So, so you you do all this character building um, and and character and character rebuilding for Randy to show humility in his later stages of his career as he is now the locker room captain. He's now yeah, where Undertaker was, and agreed. on on screen, on screen he's still an asshole. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm totally okay with that. I don't need him to be uh, smiling baby face. I don't either. I don't either. But you can't give him all this shine to build to 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 show his humility as a human being to make him be a dick on camera when people like me and my son still like secretly smile like like Jamal and Silas on how high when he caught when he comes on the screen. I don't care what he's doing. He's gold. And then you put him in the I, ring against the fiend. You put him on the in the ring against the fiend, chicken fried fiend, and you like you want to cheer the fiend because it's the fiend. You know the fiend is the best thing that's ever happened to a character in WWE since the Undertaker. And they've been ruined. They've ruined. They've ruined. It. ruined it's him. Like I've I've seen them just time after time, decision after booking decision, creative bomb after creative bomb. They have ruined it. I do not have any faith that it will return to what I once thought it was from like SummerSlam 2019. We'll never get back there. But how how do you look at Alexa Bliss and like sitting sitting crisscross applesauce in a Pentagon and, and Fiend getting <laughs> doused with gasoline looking like the Toxic Avengers older cousin like, how are you supposed to look at that as a face? Which I understand there's, you know, ambiguity and all that in between. 
is just have you ever have you ever put gasoline on your shoes like have you ever poured gas on your shoes on accident at a gas pump because you like your your truck overfills nope never i I am i'm far too careful with my footwear i mean think about what you're talking to but yes i understand that premise yeah okay even your fingertip when you get in the car you get in the car that lingers for hours it doesn't just go away you have to scrub that off. You can't hand sanitize or spray that off. Yeah, it, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Even when it's off your hand, you still smell it because it's that strong. It's that unforgettable. Right. You're not going to get rid of that in the wrestling ring. Would you point out apple juice? Worst case scenario? Like you, I mean, the, li- the you, lights are red. They're probably pouring tap water. You're not, you're not going to put a towel over your eyes and walk away from that like suspending disbelief how about you stop doing dumb shit let's let's start there we we threatened to set people on fire in 1998 we're actually setting people on fire in 2020 slash 2020.5 remember how that happened with the undertaker and the entrance ramp what makes yeah, you that was think- a, that was an accident those <laughs> are third degree burns on accident because of pyro so why why wouldn't a person get first degree burns on purpose while a man gets third degree burns on accident? Are you Randy Orton? Me? Randy Orton got burned in the face like in January. You and, couldn't tell and had a fresh <laughs> and had a fresh beard. And, and I go back to that fame day on on, on Mid South. If you can find it on YouTube, because you can't find it on the network anymore. When Hacksaw Jesus. Jim Duggan was burned in the face by Skandar Akbar versus Kamala in Jackson, Mississippi, and they showed him on TV the next week with a bandage over his forehead, a patch over his, oh, I'm sorry, bandages over his eyes, and his face was half shaven. Right down the middle, daddy. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot more care put into, you know, living then, the gimmick. And this was in 1984. But, Come on, man. Don't play me. People were, people were a lot more rigid in 84, I guess. Yeah, the Olympics were but, better. But, but this, this we that. dealing with, with, with or I don't know. I don't feel like... I feel like the fans are going to lose. That's who ain't going to win. The fans. Because there's no... Like, this is just... The, the talent assembled is good enough to pull off something special. This just summarized the, the entire weekend that we have ahead of us because of our lack of enthusiasm going into one of our favorite segments on this show. Fam. The whole like, reason why we have this going on before the tournament is because this show is so important to the rest of our year. And we have no enthusiasm for the most important segment of the yeah. year for our show. <laughs> Bro, we all we off that. <laughs> we off that. All like, right. okay. Here, here's here's the bet. Will this be better than WrestleMania 33? Here's the thing. Um <laughs> That's gonna be funny forever. 33. So you remember 33? There was the was the um the Universal, well, it wasn't even the Universal, it was SmackDown Heavyweight Championship, which actually was a WWE title, um, where they had that, that, they were in a crowd and they had all these like projector tricks to, to project stuff onto the mat from the ceiling. I don't know who thought that was a good idea, but yeah, is it going to be better than that? Uh, only because it's pre recorded. That's all I So got. this, so wait, this one's going to be cinematic? Got- I, I'm I'm it doesn't say that it's going to be I'm going to bet money that part of it is I just like um, I, I like I don't know if you've ever seen the setup for CGI at a WWE event but I remember at 25 
um, when Triple H came to the ring on TV, you saw him hurl a sledgehammer through a plate glass window going into the entrance ramp that led to the ring. Remember that? Yep. Okay. What we saw in Houston was a contraption that was probably about six and a half or seven seven feet worth of pipe going tall and then across and basically looking like a doorway, a doorway made out of pipes. All right. Which was more more or less a borders all it really was. And he hurls this sledgehammer through these pipes. And we're wondering, okay, what the hell was that? No one's cheering. There's no reaction in the crowd because no one everyone's wondering what the hell happened. Go back and watch it and hear the crowd erupt as he throws the sledgehammer through that. There was no reaction from the crowd because that's not what we saw. That's we didn't see the glass burst. I'm just afraid for what's gonna happen because I'm like, if you were to let them like work a real match, I'm pretty sure they could come up with something dope. Because Randy doesn't really give you duds. But and they've been piping this- noise in for a year, so they can do whatever they want to. And, and like, like you said, Randy, Randy, Randy doesn't shoot slugs. Like he, like he, this, won't, or he doesn't fire does. He he shoots slugs. Like he, it's coming, it's coming full throttle. Pause. Like the the first, this is the first time in the in the incarnation of the fiend where I feel like the gimmick is gonna hold him back from performing, unless they have something really cool. Which I mean, you know what that means. If they have something really cool <laughs> planned for either a cinematic, like. You've set people on fire. Like, what is the next logical step? You, you better, if you're going to bring a Wyatt in, it better be the ultimate Wyatt. You better bring in Bo Wyatt. <sighs> Are we going to have a two doinks moment? Like, nah, nah, nah. They, 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 they look too, they look too, too, too different to pull that off. They're about, they're almost the same height. But we had, and you see, but we had you a, see a completely different fiend that could have been Bo. Nah, because Bo's not that tall. That, you remember, you're like, right. It the was, one, the, yeah. the one they poured gasoline on was taller than Randy taller Orton. Taller than Randy Orton. Randy Orton six five. <laughs> that was almost. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like Bray Wyatt in real life is like six one. Bray Wyatt's my size. Oh, that I forgot about that match too. Now, now we talk about it. Um, first night, there was another match that I missed. Um, the New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos for the tag team championship. Who ain't gonna win? Unfortunately, New Day. Unfortunately, New Day. Here's the thing. See, I'm, I'm getting trigger happy with the, here's the thing. Unfortunately, you're yeah, right. My, my, my cash app ain't rung off yet either. <laughs> Shut up. Um, wait, hold on. Here. There it is. <laughs> nah, nah. Hit, hit, yeah, hit that run drop because price just went up. I need my, I need my two lunch monies. <laughs> Man, that- uh, where, where is the run at? Uh, let's see here. I, I got this shit scattered everywhere now price just went up i think it's is that moving oh there it is price 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 just went up price just went up Bamo. yeah all right so um but that's terrible we had to go back to night one just for that quick letdown all right um <laughs> i mean I, I honestly expect night one if if everything goes even halfway according to plan like it i'll be entertained but I'm gonna I'm gonna work on between now and Saturday lowering my expectations to a point to where I don't have any. All right. So let me bring you want me to bring you up or bring you down right now? Uh dealer's choice. Two or four. Pick a number. Four. Biggie, your champion. 
your U.S. or your Intercontinental Champion versus Apollo Cruz uh, in a Nigerian drum fight. Who ain't gonna win? Okay, here's the before you do that. The going bet is that they on my end is that they're gonna try to recreate Challenge Day from uh from Black Panther. Here's the thing: <laughs> the power of the Black Panther has been stripped away. We will not have it all. But um, I expect them to try to do that because when they said Nigerian drum fight, I'm like, yeah, somebody saw Black Panther. So we're going to have Nigerian battle drums at ringside while we have a no holds barred match. Like I all, hope, all of I these, hope this is cinematic. I really hope. I wish. I hope. I wish that they put the work in and made this cinematic and really did recreate Challenge Day. Sadly, I really. Sadly, they won't do that. And and sadly, Big E ain't gonna win. I got I got Cruz not winning. In a Nigerian drum fight? Yes. Wow. Did did Great Kali win the first Punjabi prison match? No, he did not. No, but I can also tell you that Hacksaw Butch Reed never lost a ghetto street fight against the junkyard dog. That's when that's because there's a guy who <laughs> turned out to be a, a horrible racist was in charge. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> the fact that it's called a ghetto street fight should tell you everything you need to know about who booked it. <laughs> I do your Googles, folks. Oh, <laughs> Meanwhile, a night you'll never see another Nigerian drum fight in your life. Uh, we, we, never. We, we can hope not. We can definitely hope not. Now, if Cruz wins, I'd love. To, I'd actually be entertained if it became a thing. Like every year or a year and a half, you see a Nigerian drum fight come up. Like it's Challenge Day. Like every time he has a title defense, it's Challenge Day. Contender for match of the night. Unfortunately, this title should T'challa. not be on the line. T'challa. <laughs> we have uh, your women's champion, your Raw women's champion, Oscar versus the de facto challenger via botched pregnancy um, <laughs> what better way can I put it botched COVID test botched pregnancy botched booking botched mania botched uh, botch backstage botched production botched McMahon Rhea Ripley botchalism <laughs> so you got a you know how you ended up with this match you had a real pregnancy and a false positive to get here a real pregnancy false positive coupled with COVID bruh Lacey Evans gets pregnant, which knocks her and Ric Flair off TV. He said nah. Then Charlotte Flair has a false positive, but does get COVID. And now here we are, Oscar versus Rhea Ripley. They're going to crown Rhea Ripley. Oscar has done a phenomenal job as Raw Women's Champion. It's, I think it's just they're ready to make the switch. I really, what I really want to see is Charlotte come in, destroy both of them to the point of injury to where Oscar can't defend the belt and the belt has to go up for grabs. That's what I want to see. Unfortunately, yeah, Rip- unfortunately, I think Rhea Ripley's going to win this belt. Yeah, I don't I don't think you should have Ripley start off with two WrestleMania L's in a row and get done in by Charlotte twice. I'm I'm good. Like going to crown Ripley and and start the program with Charlotte next night on the, Raw. The only the only way I'm in agreement with Rhea Ripley losing this match I'm is not it, at all. Is, oh, there's one way. There's only one way. Is if on Monday Night Raw, we get the return of Becky Lynch. No, thank you. And I'll do you one better. And the return of Ronda Rousey. That's the only way. It has to be both. You know what? Nah, 
Screw that. We look at the cover. If you bring both, if you bring if you bring both of them back, whether it be the next night on Raw or in the same month or in the same proximity of time, that is your main event for SummerSlam. Look at no, look at the cover. All of them. Bring all three of them back the night after after, after Mania to confront I mean, the champion. I mean that's cool and all, but you know, because there's story nah. there's story for each one of them except for Ronda. If we can just get through four months and get us to SummerSlam, that's all I want. Just get us to SummerSlam. I will take Becky versus Ronda and then Charlotte versus Ripley. Put it on that card. I wish I'm we, totally okay with that. I really wish we could go back to having champions on TV in three week cycles. The Intercontinental and U.S. title, uh, U.S. champion, should be on TV every other week. Your Fam. your your world champions or your t- your top champions should be on TV once every three weeks. The 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 champion for a particular gender should not be on the same uh, uh, on TV the same week for either brand at the same. Uh, 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 and then also. You should not have the women's champion and the men's champion on a particular brand on TV the same week at the same time. It's just weekly, weekly TV should be reserved for either U.S. title defenses or male or female tag championship defenses. And that includes promos. The, the champion does not have to be on TV every week. You know who the hell he is. The The world champion you just film a vignette. You know what I'm saying? Not, not even. Not even. Just oh. show them on TV once every three. Next week, we have the returning men's champion or women's champion. Like every week, there should be that announcement at least once on one of the two programs. I right. let me let me back up because I, I that's a whole we're gonna have a whole other show. Finally, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the recap show for WrestleMania. How to fix it, man? Finally, let's go with the match of the weekend. Which should be a one-on-one. I just don't know how to feel. Uh, yeah. We 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 have the um no no allegiances to a crowd champion, WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns, head of the table, the guy, the guy, uh versus the perennial face for Mania, always Daniel Bryan, going back to uh to twenty nine, uh actually go back to twenty eight. And then uh, Edge, who has now completely done a 180 from the time he returned at the Royal Rumble to coming to going back to 2007 form. Edge um, is such such a phenomenal performer. Like, yeah, I just got to give him his credit. Yeah, he, man, he's, he's very good. He is very good. Go Edge reminds you, <laughs> Jamaica's good of 2007. Good. While he's a 50 year old man wrestling a 35 year old uh, style. Bruh, he's not 50. He's damn near. He's closer to 50 than it is, he is to 30, but still, he's not 50. All right, he's 40. He's 47. Is he? Yes, he's 47. Oh, we'll see. Yeah, he's 50. <laughs> now, now I'm the bad guy. Got it. No, uh, I mean, no, you're not the bad guy, but if you're 47, yeah, you're, you're, on, you're on the top side of 45. Yeah, he's 50. Who ain't going to win? Um... No matter what, Daniel Bryan ain't gonna win. Um, it's just no matter what. Yeah. I, I I think if you're not named Roman Reigns, you ain't gonna win. I don't. I see the old. 
I, my feeling is the only reason this became a triple threat is be, is to get the title off Roman without beating him, so that you can you can later crown him again before it's time to get ready for the Rock. But this, I mean, this, this ends night two. Yeah, this is this is the, this is the go home. This is what this is the last thing you see before Stone Cold and Jericho. This is the first time we've seen Roman in front of a crowd since January of last year, which is the most dangerous and scary shit of the whole show. Yes, no doubt. Uh yeah, it's rough, bro. Dan- Daniel Bryan is, is is the most logical choice. But we've already seen that. We haven't. You've you've seen that ending before, and then Daniel Bryan has, you know, has what? been consistently putting out um, quotes that says he doesn't have long. He's not long for the in ring competitor life. We, which also that that also ties into what I'm about to say next. We've seen the Daniel Bryan closeout Mania moment. Everybody loved it. It's actually the greatest closing of any WrestleMania. We've seen the Roman Reigns. We, we've seen the Roman Reigns close out WrestleMania. It's probably the worst closing of any WrestleMania we've ever seen. Several times he's closed WrestleMania several times. But matter of fact, three in a row. But specifically, those three, you can flip a coin on which one was worse. 32, 33, and 34. You can flip a coin. They're all bad. In yeah, fact, man. in fact, one of them people walked out on before he even pinned one, two, three. Yeah. That's pretty phenomenal. Um, the one person who hasn't done it in a while, and every time he's done it, it's actually gotten the exact same reaction, whether you liked him or you loved or you loved him or you hated him, was Edge. I say if you're not named Edge, you're gonna you're gonna lose. Or you or you're not gonna win. And that's how you play. You know who ain't gonna win right there. For the sake of weekly TV, I kinda like the idea of heel edge going over. Cause like now you have a a sick vicious heel on top. Is it... <laughs> think about this. When is the last time we've seen sick vicious heel edge with no one in his corner? <laughs> has, has that ever happened? I don't think it has. Vicky, no, 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 Vicky it, Guerrero. It did, it did. Right when, right when he turned heel, uh, looking for his first title shot. So that's like around WrestleMania 21, where he ended up winning Money in the Bank. Wasn't Lita around then? Not when he first won Money in the Bank. I think that happened like right afterwards. But I'm saying for Mania. No, she wasn't. At least I don't. I know she wasn't at ringside, but I had to go check my Googles on that. I, I thought she. I thought it all came to light like going into the summer. Let's see here. Let's see. But again, I always say 2005, four, five, and six are like fuzzy for me. Let me try 21 real quick and look and see. Edge won the money in the bank at 21. Because there's that brief period before he's with Lita where he starts his heel turn because he's never had a heavyweight championship match. And that's where he ends up. He gets a like backlash or something against Shawn Michaels and then he he starts his turn because of not ever getting the opportunity. Might have been even been when they were still doing Taboo Tuesday or something. So I, I think I'm I think I'm right because when we're talking about Mania Edge uh as a heel, twenty two is with Lita. And 
again, there's... Oh, no, 22, 22 is with Lita because that's against Mick Foley. Right, and that's a hardcore match. No belt on the line, but still, we're talking mania. Um, yeah, I'm saying 21. Right, 21 was a multi-man match. That was the first ever... Uh, Money, Money in, in the, the Bank. Bank, yeah. I uh, don't think she was there for that. No, there was nobody there for that. It was just that's I, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't think it, uh, the whole thing with Lita came out, which eventually led to the match with Matt Hardy. I don't think that happened until later on. And I also don't think that anybody had to say. Yeah, Christian did. He had Tyson Tomko. Okay. So yeah, um, I like I like Edge. Um, I just don't recall Edge being a uh, being a heel, winning uh, or getting a heel reaction at the end of a WrestleMania holding a belt up. And I, I think this would be this would be a good look. Again, I, maybe I'm thinking too much into this, but I, I think I think Edge actually. I don't want Roman to lose it, but I think Edge walks out with the belt. Okay. All right. Um, that's you know he ain't gonna win the uh, the unenthusiastic version. Uh, stay, <laughs> stay, stay tuned. We got uh, the tournament up next, so you know this is this is this is just what we do. This and, is what they're giving us. Uh, <laughs> Broken Pistol BC on all things show, uh, all things social. Show at BrokenPistolBC.com. That's Broken Pistol BC on what? Everything. 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 Uh, we got a loaded, loaded episode of just talking shit next week. So y'all get ready for it. Um, make sure you engage on socials, whether it be direct message or uh, email. Let us know what you're feeling, what you're not feeling. We want to we want to call you out by name. If you're listening to this, please hit us up. We got a lot to talk about. Chris Jericho hit a body bag last night. Um, the re- the recap bear trap, bruh. Because <laughs> we we still haven't publicly addressed the the dismantling of the hurt business and all the things that go with that. So what I'm hoping is that WrestleMania Night One will sort of fix some of that. There, there, there's, right. there's levels to the madness, and we have a lot of madness coming, coming before us. So, make sure that you're a part of it. We appreciate you. This is the start of season four for us. Um, let's get it. Uh, tournament time. Let go. Yeah, yeah. You know what it is. It's time for another broken pencil booking company pro wrestling podcast and radio show infused with hip hop. Tournament brought to you by the Generals and Broken Pistol Booking Company Pro and Podcast and Radio Show Infused with Hip Hop. I am Wood. Uh yeah. I mean, you know, tournament turn up. No Tourette's. Ladies and gentlemen, you stay classy, internet. Arm suave, burgundy. As always, this is. Whoa, hold on. Do that right. It's got, a, it's got a real uh, Fast and Furious 5 vibe going on You know right what I'm now. saying? Like, Where's Tego Calderon when you need him? <laughs> so, somewhere, you know, so he's, so he's somewhere with a really strong Spanish accent. Yeah, uh, talking like this. Tego en fuego. <laughs> Young Tego en fuego. <laughs> straight up, straight like that, man. Yeah, so we've been doing these tournaments for a while now and we do it quite like no other you already know what it is you know what I'm saying and this one's going to be no different it's also on brand for what we've been doing and especially considering the time of year that we're, that's upon us right now this is Wrestlemania season 
It's wrestling Christmas. Man. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. From from the last Sunday in January to the first Sunday in April, it's usually like the most joyous time of the year for a wrestling fan. And this is going to be no different. We are doing a few different WrestleMania tournaments. This one, this one's special. <laughs> we are doing the best ever WrestleMania main event tournament as only the BPBC the Broken Pencil Booking Company can do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what you people have to know is before you get into all your bitching and belly aching, when we say main event, we are talking about the, the last, last match, match on, on the card. The, card. <laughs> the, the match that happens before credits. The reason that the person in that match gets the biggest bonus, the one that puts the asses in the seats. Yeah, go ahead. You're giving the sauce. <laughs> you feel me? Like the 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 match that happens before the fireworks and pyro when they set the pyro off across the entire stadium, and then they put the little caption down in the bottom right hand corner, rights all rights reserved. That's the match we're talking about. The, the the person, the last person you see being the first person you see when you wake up on TV the next morning and the first person that kicks off Monday Night Raw on what we call New Year's Day for the wrestling community. The day, the Monday after Raw. There's got to be a Monday after. So there are 37 to, to date. This is uh, today for this tournament, February 26th. Yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. I said, yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. 20 and 21. Amen. And as of right now, the last match of WrestleMania has happened 37 times. Now, you wonder, how could that have happened 37 times when there's only 36 WrestleManias? Well, if you remember, dumbass, last year, WrestleMania had two nights, which means there were two last matches. So that's how we get to 37. Actual how, factuals. How do we break down the 37 uh, 37 matches into a, a bracket-style tournament? Two ways. How do you do that? Two ways. We have play-ins. So there will be some play-in matches that will advance into the second, into the uh, into the first official round, the first full round. And there's now, we also play-in is just a play-in for the tournament. Yeah, and there's also a randomizer. So we numbered every WrestleMania match, last match, main event match, in order from one to thirty-seven. Last year, the one that that ended WrestleMania weekend is number thirty-seven. The very first one, which you are everyone that knows wrestling history knows what the very first one is. We'll get to that later on in the show. That's going to be number one. So they fall in succession of the number of the WrestleMania. Are you with me? Oh, I'm on deck. Word. Suave, if you don't mind, sir. Yo, off, yo, the top, yo. off the top of the dome, give us some tie-breaking criteria. The, some of these are going to be easy, but as we get into the later rounds, you know there's going to be, we're going to have some talk. So check me out one time for the one time. Basically, what we're looking at right now is uh, match quality. Um, we're also looking at the um, the overall resume of the participants of said last match. Um, 
Let's see, match quality, resume of participants. Obviously, we're always going to throw in that caveat of personal favorite. Uh, biggest impact, if there is one. How many criteria is that? Because that, we usually do three for a tiebreaker. That's, I, I'm that's pretty actually sure we're four. at four now. What was, what was the last one? That, so that was uh, so we had quality of match, resume of participants, your favorite, and an impact. An impact. So overall impact or match impact? Overall impact. Overall uh, match quality. Uh, match impact would be match quality. Okay, and I'm sure just from that alone, we can knock out any one of the other three criteria to make it a, a three criteria thing. So if we ever have any issues. Those are our four criteria there. Anything else you want to throw in? Um, nah, I think that's I think that should be good. Uh, cause we'd have to get off into the weeds to to do like, you know, how much money did this WrestleMania gross and how how significant is the main event playing into the gross of the v- event. And, you know, we just we keeping it fun. Well, we'll we'll throw some numbers out there because the attendance does matter. And so we'll we'll it, we'll compare the attendances as well as we as we get into this tournament here. So uh, it, it it does, and but then there's also the caveat of like the last WrestleMania, which has two night-ending main event matches. They have no gate whatsoever. But they had one fan, <laughs> and it was such good shit. <laughs> Straight up. So with without any further blase splee, as they say. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can pull this bad boy up here, shall we? Um, where is this bracket at? For some odd reason, I'm having trouble pulling that bad boy up here. I have it. There it is. All right. Oh no, it, uh, it's good over here. All right. So the first that ain't got shit to do with me. Yeah. The the play-in rounds are going to feature the following. Oh, there's one, two, three, four, five play-in matches. The very first one, let's kick it off with this one here. All right. Um, and let me pull up the actual cards. And shout out to Jake One for the soundtrack and Marco Polo and Nicholas Craven and M. Slago and a few other guys who provide the soundtrack for these for these shows here. Essential link for the tournament uh, for the tournament bracket as well as the actual uh, main events themselves, right? Just the tournament bracket. Okay, so you didn't get the main event list? No. All right. I okay. pretty much know these. By I mean, heart. I, yeah, I know. I know. If anybody does, it's Suave Burgundy, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, Listen. I've we've done it before on the show. I named them all. House of Learned Doctor. <laughs> you, you know, know what, what I'm saying? I don't be out here just playing and 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 cosplaying and and no, nah, I don't do that. All right, so I just sent it over to you just for it's for checks and balances here, just to make everything on the up and up on on all sides here. You follow along at home if you like, or gang 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 gang. You know what I'm saying? So the first round we have WrestleMania 22 versus WrestleMania 36. WrestleMania 22's main event: John Cena, your champion, versus Triple H for the WWE Uh Championship. Uh, no, that's wrong. <laughs> that's it. Oh, I saw 22. I'm sorry. That is right. That is right. That is right. That's from the Rosemont Horizon or, or now the Allstate Arena uh, versus. Ooh. Yeah, 36. And which night of 36? Yeah, so. That would actually would be the first night. 
So that'd be AJ Styles versus Undertaker in the Boneyard match. Mm. <laughs> we going with the shit early, huh? Mm. <laughs> did night did night two of thirty six just end up in the tournament randomized? Uh, no, it's number thirty seven. Night night two gotcha. is number thirty seven and and on the bracket. All right. So whenever we get to thirty seven, we know that's going to be match the the the, la- the very last match of last year's WrestleMania. Gotcha. Um, I'm gonna go. Man, it's hard. It's hard for me to front on a Chicago crowd. I'm gonna go Cena and Triple H. Chicago is always like Chicago. That Chicago crowd was also the same crowd in which CM Punk beat John Cena and ran off with the plug. The WWE Championship, but he put it in the refrigerator after his contract had already expired. Just to give you a, b- a little background on the Chicago crowd. Uh, uh, this match is in the middle of the "We Hate Cena" movement. Uh, a lot of a lot of um, excess turn up in support of Triple H, even though he was uh, de facto heel at this point. Uh, he became a basically became a face by default for people just revolting against the. Um, the pushed machine solidified push five John five moves of doom at that time you know what i'm saying so yeah this is this is deep in five moves of doom territory but that crowd is hot um the only thing i can i can argue for with um with the boneyard match is that it is it is likely the best of all of the cinematic presentations that presentations that we were given um it signifies as of now the last WrestleMania match for The Undertaker. Um, it's the last appearance of the Good Brothers on WWE TV. Man, so painful, so painful. It's it, it's it's well shot. I mean, it's it's a it's a cool visual. I I, I just what? so on Impact. I don't think there's a there's a follow up from Bone from the Boneyard match as far as Impact. Like, because I think we're we're not still in the cinematic era. I don't know if there are going to be any cinematic era matches this year because I think everybody pretty much burnt the candle on that from both ends and in the middle really quick. Uh, as far as a favorite, it's a it, for me, it's a push. Resume of performers, probably still a push. And then which one's your favorite? So... From a WrestleMania standpoint, for what WrestleMania means, John Cena versus Triple H higher stakes and and better lasting impact. If AJ Styles had actually won the match against Undertaker, we'd be having a completely different conversation. For that I mean, reason, I mean, but would we? Yes, because it would it would signify the quote or the possible last match at WrestleMania for the Undertaker in a loss. I mean, it had been loss number three, and at that point, it's like they're not special anymore. He still beat the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, cool, but it's still the if un- no one remembers number two, certainly no one remembers number three. <sighs> and I don't, and I don't mean in wrestling terms. I just mean in general, it, right? Like yeah. no one remembers the guy who finishes second, so they certainly don't remember who finished third, right? So, man. It, now, had you had you beat the Undertaker in an actual match where you pinned him, 
that might hold a little more weight. Beating him in a cinematic match. Uh, <laughs> uh. That's what I'm saying. What for what WrestleMania rep- represents um that the, the Cena Triple H aspect um was it's it's more it's more apropos to end the end WrestleMania on this note than it would be to end it um whether it be one night or two in a cinematic presentation. So the lasting impact is the fact that John Cena was able to show up on Raw with the WWE Championship belt after beating Triple H by submission. For that reason, I'm going to go with WrestleMania 22 advancing to the next to the first full round over um, AJ Styles and Undertaker. What, what do yeah, you say? We, yeah, we took the long way to the living room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Triple H advances. Uh, let's see here. Don't just put that solely on Triple H advancing. Let me, don't okay. do that. All right, my bad. Triple H and John Cena advance. How about that? Thank you. Good God. Jeez, man. All right. What's that? Another play in. All right. Next play in is going to be WrestleMania 5 versus WrestleMania 24. I can tell you right now, but. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> get, get in your bag, uh. sir. I might, I might, hey. I might need to put, I might need to put this on pause and give me something to drink. So every time you get it right, I can take a swig. Because I, I mean, you're gonna be batting a thousand. I'm, I'm gonna be getting stiff, uh, twisted here. I mean, I don't think you want to play these games about me being right and then you decide what you, if you're gonna drink. Oh. That might get you in trouble. Let me call the barkeep. Go ahead, go ahead and run them down. Hey, five is it? I'm not even gonna have the conversation with anybody about who's in it anything else who's in it it's it's hogan and savage it's for the people at home man we we ain't playing this by ourselves playboy read (laughs) everybody just can't keep doing shit for you all your life you're going to pick up a book (laughs) no but (laughs) it's it's good tritarian savage the mega powers explode you had lust in your eyes for elizabeth Hogan. <laughs> See, I mean, art imitating life. Hogan out here creeping on somebody, bitch. <laughs> Say, and and uh, WrestleMania twenty four was uh, it, Edge versus Edge Undertaker, and the Undertaker for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. I oh, was so actually, it wasn't even the WWE, just the just, World just, Heavyweight, just, just generic World Heavyweight Championship. Love Edge, love the Undertaker. Don't even remember what how that match came off. But you know what happened. At WrestleMania Five, the Sa- historical impact of WrestleMania Five is just entirely too high, and you have one of the one of the greatest workers in the history of the business involved in this match. Randy Savage got to get more got got to get more shine around here. And, and 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 to that, we say, advancing to the next round, Randy Savage, good try, Terry. Moving forward. WrestleMania 25 versus WrestleMania 15. Now, don't get this twisted. WrestleMania 25 was the WrestleMania that had Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, but that was not the last match. In fact, there were two matches after that match. That is the actual factual. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going 25 versus 15? 25 versus 15. So 25 was Triple H versus Randy Orton, where they shot their loads of finishers within the first 30 seconds. Both of them did. 
trying to recover from Shawn Michaels <laughs> and The Undertaker actually stealing the show you, you and rolling credits before the main event actually started. <laughs> I was in attendance, so I couldn't tell you what happened on the screen. But man, I can just tell you, no, no one had any anything for, for thir- first thirty seconds. You're seeing two finishers from from both people. Nah, bro. Versus- it was over. It was time to go home. Versus 15, which fe- featured The Rock as your champion versus Stone Cold Steve Austin in a no DQ match for the WWF Championship in Philadelphia, in Philadelphia with Mankind as your special guest referee. I'm taking 15. Easily. Easily. The long-term ramifications. This this one match set up the one of the greatest... The next 10 years... What, what this, this is one of the greatest runs, runs, not feuds, runs for one person, and also so solidified and also solidified the um, the immortality for Steve Austin. I'll put it to you like this: the this match main evented or co-main evented three WrestleManias. <laughs> And that's that's the crazy thing. Only only one of them is really like a last match, which is also on this list. But yes, it uh, the uh, X eight. They did it again. They that's, did it again. Uh, they did 15, 17, and nineteen. Nineteen. That's right. Nine, nine, 18, 19. Um. But yeah, it, either way, yeah, it's yeah, it's too too much impact. Too too much of uh, too much of favoritism. Too much quality. The resume. Oh, come on, man. It's 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 out of here. Fifteen. Not even a question. WrestleMania thirty three versus WrestleMania twelve. Thirty three. Oh is, my God! This uh, is a Undertaker Roman Reigns in a no holds barred match versus WrestleMania twelve. We have Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels in the Iron Man match for the WWF World Heavyweight Championship. Dear God. I mean, this is this solidifies Shawn Michaels. Well, the, I won't say it solidifies. This is the beginning. This is the 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 one match that people go to. This is Mr. WrestleMania, start, right? This is when the you start birth, giving him yeah. the moniker of Mr. WrestleMania. The this birthplace, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it, and this was a very just a a. This is um, I, I can't even say like. We still we still have professionalism at this point between these two, but there was also a competitive spirit between these two that was seen. That I mean, it's the only way you can have a sixty minute match between two actual wrestlers that went off the way that this one did, and the long term impact of this match is still being felt now, as there's still animosity from Bret Hart towards Shawn Michaels. You can say you forgave all you want to, but when you have the attitude Bret Hart had going into the Montreal screw job, um, it's all it all starts here. You call him Bret a liar? Not a, not a liar. I'm just saying he's he's still in his chest. You can But he said you nah, you you can't do that. You can't do both ways. You, 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 you got it either you say you buried the hatchet and you moved on or you still need to see that man behind the Walgreens. Fuck it, he a liar. Forgive and not forget, I, and, I, and okay. I, I don't think he chose to forgive one hundred percent. Okay, well, yeah. all right. You know what I'm saying. Um, so, I'm going with WrestleMania 12 on this one. Yeah, it's 12. Oh, and only because this was another match that the Undertaker uh, 
it, it, it was cute because this is when Roman came comes out the next night and says, um, "I'm big dog now." That's all he said after waiting in the ring for ten minutes. Had that been the had that been the the epicenter or the nucleus of Roman's heel turn, I could have said I could argue for impact. He was still, he became, would still be a heel we're now. Give you Roman the same way we've been giving him to you for the last three or four years, and then the Undertaker, as we saw from watching the last Ride documentary felt like he didn't perform to the highest of his capability. I guarantee you neither one of the participants in WrestleMania 12 are going to say that. There's that. <laughs> the last match in the Iron Man match and you and you don't give 100% of your effort for the biggest prize of them all. Yeah, that that's that's yeah. something that you won't you you won't you won't hear that one happen. In the words of the the late great Delores, kiss my entire ass. <laughs> you shot me in the pinky toe quick. Uh, for the last play-in match before we get this tournament completely completely underway, because we we talking our talk, we talking our shit right now. Straight cracking. WrestleMania three. Hogan Andre versus WrestleMania six. Hogan Warrior. This is the first time WrestleMania has crossed international waters. With WrestleMania six. This is the first Canada. WrestleMania three is the first time that we've seen that we've seen on this side of things Hogan or I'm sorry not just Hogan slamming Andre but Andre the Giant picked up and body slammed Andre had never lost before this set an indoor attendance record at the Pontiac Silverdome brother um I mean six is a better Wrestlemania Three is a more significant WrestleMania. Better better prize on the line in six two. It was for the Intercontinental Championship and the WWF Championship as Hogan was uh was about to lose to the Ultimate Warrior. Uh Andre, the perennial lifetime babyface, aligned himself with Bobby the Brain Heenan, his arch nemesis for the entire time he had been on WWE television, WWF television, that is, Bobby Heenan. Um and made Andre see the light. They even went so far in this storyline to custom craft the winged eagle belt that's Andre sized prior to the match. Keep it real, my homie. <laughs> like you go out of your way to because nobody believed that Hogan was going to win this match. I mean, why would you? Andre been wrestling what 20, 20 years prior to that? I've never had a championship match. Why you not get my championship match, oh guy? And and never lost. I was never. And just, matter, you know what? As a matter of fact, I want people to stop talking about Goldberg Street. I want I want that dead too. No more talking about that because Andre went decades without losing. And that includes battle royals. I'm, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, they they were going gangland and battle royals. We're talking about people in, along the lines of like Bruiser Brody, One Man Gang, um, Big uh, John Stud, Big John Stud, uh, Akeem. I mean, well, also One Man One Man Gang. I mean, that's that slash Akeem the African Dream. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure around the world we probably would have had like some Abdullah the Butcher, some Giant Baba in there too, somewhere with Andre the Giant. I mean, you know, I don't know, but. I'm sure they're oh, in yeah. there. Oh yeah, I hear Japan Andre is, is on on fire. He's throwing drop kicks and all kind of shit. And he was body slammed over there. Apparently, that's what I heard. I hadn't seen it, but I heard it. I mean, if he allows you to do it, that's fine because that's the only way it's gonna happen. There it is. So WrestleMania three advances to the to the first round, 
and there like and there are your play-ins right there. So now, straight like that. Now we now we get down to the nitty gritty, nittiest of the grittiest, the, the nittiest of the grittiest. Now let me see if I can uh, if I can edit. Oh, there we go. Manage your There we go. That's what we need there. Um, no, that's not what we need there. Talking about management. I'm trying to figure this uh, this site out we're using for the uh, for this whole bracketology because it's different when you're doing it live versus having to do it uh, with 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 round for round and you can just back up out the bad boy. You know what I'm saying? I heard going rock for rock. Let's go into our first full round. Getting the buy in the first round to go up against WrestleMania 22. It's WrestleMania 4. WrestleMania 4, Ted DiBiase versus the Macho Man Randy Savage for the vacant WWF World Heavyweight Championship. Ideally, oddly enough, a tournament, ironically. <laughs> and DiBiase paid his way to the finals. <laughs> Just moonwalked into that hole. <laughs> you... Oh bad versus Cena and Triple H from WrestleMania 22. Um, historically speaking, I feel like the tournament holds more weight because the whole the, the, the entire WrestleMania was a tournament, and we talked about this. In fact, we did a uh, a broken pencil rewind, a rewrite that kind of they, they kind of they actually included not just this tournament, but a moonwalking of DiBiase's career for about five years. Well, not not DiBiase, but the, the the career of the Million Dollar Man, whomever it would have been during that time frame, uh, versus Cena and Triple H. Can we can we just go ahead and just advance uh, Randy Savage to the, to the final to the next round? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I'd like to think that that was that'll be a layup there. Yeah, that, that feels like good business. All right, so there's that one. And then next up, we have WrestleMania 10, which is Yokozuna versus Bret Hart with Roddy Piper as the guest referee for the WWF World Heavyweight Championship in Madison Square Garden versus WrestleMania, where are we at? Here? 13. 13. And 13 is, is going to be um, Psycho Sid versus Undertaker. Yeah, Sid and the Undertaker in Chicago again. Chicago gets a lot of love on this Wrestle on these WrestleMania tournaments. So who who you who you got? I'm taking I'm taking Bret Hart and Yoko. I am too. The the long term effects of what's been going on or long term ramifications of Yokozuna uh and, and his and his lasting effects on the legacy of professional wrestling not not to be eclipsed by the fact that he's an NOIE um still rings today um uh, as Dokuzuna passed very 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 young and way before his time um but the, his impact is still being felt today as document documentaries are coming out and things of that nature and just there, there's no viable long-term impact. In fact, Psycho Sid is still not even. Um, I don't even think Psycho Sid is even a Hall of Famer yet. 
and I don't know if you uh, no, there have been some things that have transpired in Sid's uh, <laughs> WWF slash E ten years that have probably hindered his ability to be a, a a Hall of Famer, and it might not change until it's posthumously Oof. inducted. Yeesh. Don't, don't want to I mean, he he's not. It's not that he's just. He's not. To my knowledge, he hasn't done anything terrible. It's just um, we have a much fonder view of him because we saw him on TV as opposed to the stories that I've heard and had confirmed from listening to people who are in the know about you know his uh, his love for softball and that um, sort of causing him to not focus on wrestling as much sometimes because you know he has, he's in a softball league. Um, this, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually owns the damn softball league at this point. He's been playing softball for as long as he's been wrestling. You feel what I'm saying? Um, right. Just just different transgressions from the backstage area about just different stuff. But, um, I mean, Sid is Sid. It's just, man, the Undertaker is having the worst luck with these show clothes. <laughs> literally, like, literally, we did a tournament to crown the best match in WrestleMania history. He won that. But that wasn't the last match. That wasn't the main event. Nope, not, every, at, all. not at all. And it seems like every main event he's been in, it's almost a dud. <laughs> and it's funny. I, that, is, that is amazing, if you If you think about the best thing about Undertaker's streak is you noticing that it was a streak. But when you go through the cast of characters, the people that he defeated throughout that streak, only maybe seven or eight of them are actually real true main event quality. It's it's revisionist history. <laughs> like when you start <laughs> counting them, it's like, okay, that guy's a Hall of Famer. This is a bum. They fed him a lot of trash for a long time. So yeah, needless they to put say, a la- they put garbage in his diet, full of gluten. <laughs> needless to say, Bret Hart is advancing to the next round. It looks like Yokozuna, Bret Hart advance along with. Macho Man, simply because that whole WrestleMania was a tournament, and I mean that hasn't been done since, and they can stand to do it again. To be honest with you, they're already recycling, rehashing storylines. You know, they might as well be able to do that one again because no one other than you know historians such as ourselves even seen a tournament like that for an entire WrestleMania. So, and of course, you yeah. know we know Vinnie Mac hates tournaments, but whatever. That, that's neither here nor there. As we keep I'm moving. under I'm under the impression you'll never see that again. <laughs> Ever? Or as long uh, as Vinnie Mac is alive. Vince is gonna be long gone when you see it. There we go. I'm with that. All right. So <laughs> on our on our next for foray into this, if you will. Man, good try, Terry's all over this. WrestleMania 8. Hogan versus Sid Justice. Huh. <laughs> and a, a failed character attempted for Sid Vicious. In fact, isn't this is isn't this when we get the uh, the turn for Psycho Sid? No, the turn that created um, Sid Justice happens at the Royal Rumble. Uh, part of it starts, you know, that's the the greatest Royal Rumble win ever for Ric Flair, where the WWF title is on the line, and Sid Justice eliminates Hogan. Then they're halfway beefing, then they halfway squash it, and then on uh, Saturday night's main event, they have a tag match against Flair and The Undertaker. Sid Justice abandons Hogan. Here's where we go into WrestleMania 8. That's their match, and then that's where you end up getting uh, Papa Shango running in at the end. They're Mm. jumping Hogan, and you get the return of a much physically lighter Ultimate Warrior. 
All right. So there's your backstory for WrestleMania 8 going up against. I don't even have to tell you what was this one. WrestleMania 32? 32, man. <laughs> the, mo- the most booed WrestleMania show closer in the history of WrestleMania. I was there in attendance. Roman Reigns versus Triple H. 102,000 people in attendance booing as it went uh, off the air. You could not mask man. it if you wanted to. You're splitting hairs on this one. <laughs> The moment, the moment of silence came at, at the proper time because that's that was actually hard thought. <laughs> <laughs> like you really, you really splitting hairs on this one. Like match quality obviously goes to uh, Roman and Triple H. Man, I mean, the match was phenomenal. But it was a mar- it was a marathon. <laughs> it was a mar- rest in peace, Rage Almighty. Remember, he was at my house. I was fresh off knee surgery, and and the I mean the match was phenomenal. But we're talking about a, that was the first marathon WrestleMania that we experienced. We had to do time checks, and we're in Central Time Zone. Wait, wait, thirty-one might nah the 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 all day all night WrestleMania didn't they start with like thirty? Nah, because thirty was the uh, thirty was the first one that was all day, but it ended right at right at ten o'clock. Also in the Central Time Zone, that was in New Orleans. And then I feel like twenty-nine and twenty-eight could have gotten close to being like day shifts. Nah, they were only they were only four and a half to five hours. <laughs> Because no one cared about 29. I mean, it was it was Rock Cena too. Yeah, but no one other than that would name another match. Um Daniel Bryan and Sheamus. Or is that 28? 18 seconds. That's 29? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean All you t- all you told me was to name another match. You didn't have to, you didn't say name another yeah, that's, but that, match. That's what I'm saying. So that's that was your curtain jerker, and it was 18 seconds for a championship. Oh, now, and isn't 29 CM Punk and Undertaker? Uh, you might be right. You might be right. Yeah, that's you yes, yes. But still, but look how look how hard how hard you had to dig. You're you're a WrestleMania junkie. You had to dig for that. You see what I'm saying? I mean but no, but though, I'm gonna be honest with you, a lot of those in the 20s just start to run together for me. It's like mm-hmm. eh, nothing separates any of these. I remember uh, it was either 23 or 24. I forgot which one it was. There was only like one main event match, and at the time, I wouldn't have even made it a main event match. I just got high on Triple H in the last five years. Let's be honest. I think he's probably, you know, I think he deserves his just due now. But I think while he was actually active, one of the most overrated competitors out there. I appreciate him a lot more now than I did when he was active. Let's say that. When he when he was super active, dude had to be like number three or number four. You see what I'm saying? But he always made himself number one. I think that was the problem. Like, I mean, I mean, who? I don't think anybody, I mean, there are, there are, those people do exist. But who wants to always cheer for the number one? They're front runners. <laughs> They're not trendsetters. They're trend. I mean, followers. you you see it now with some of these lists that are coming out with these awards. Like it's just front running. They don't they don't do it like us. Well, whoever the f- you are, you don't you don't do it like us. You just know that. You know what I'm saying? For hold on, man. <laughs> see, I, I didn't want to break this out for this, but uh, I, I must hold on, man. It's... Suave, just give it to him, man. For a nominal feat. Soon to be. A phenomenal feat. 
We will slice off some of this broken pins of knowledge and put it on your plate. All right, back to, back to tournament action. <laughs> I'm going 32 for this one. There's no way I'm letting Sid Justice go over uh, over Undertaker or, or I mean over Triple H or Roman Reigns. I'd say 32. <laughs> Thank you. Oh wait, hold on. That's that's the wrong one. Do we need this? There we go. All right. Keeping it moving. Next up, we have we have uh, WrestleMania 30. Ooh, we don't, I don't even have to, I don't even care. Oh, oh, wait, yes I do. This is this is a good one though. WrestleMania you 30. Gotta remember, we got to remember what the show closer is of this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. WrestleMania 30. Uh huh. Which is Daniel Bryan. And his Batista the, and Randy Orton, and, and and the one of the most phenomenal endings, if not the most phenomenal ending for any WrestleMania ever, ever. You already said you already setting this up. <laughs> In a triple threat match, and mind <laughs> you, mind you, Randy, or, I'm sorry, Daniel Bryan defeated the entire Evolution minus Ric Flair this night. He started with one Triple night. H. He started with Triple H and ended with Orton and Batista. To be can- evolution, the, evolution is a mystery. Is a to mystery. <laughs> Versus WrestleMania 18, WrestleMania 18 or X8 ended with Chris Jericho. Y2J Chris Jericho, your first ever undisputed WWF champion, taking on the aforementioned Triple H. What do you want me to say? I'm hoping everybody at home just understands that we're not talking about this one. <laughs> give, me my, Bryan, give me my 30 piece to go. Daniel Bryan is your winner. 30 nuggets for the world is what's yeah. happening here. <laughs> All right. Um, from the previous round, uh, WrestleMania 5 is taking on WrestleMania 23. And 23. Which I believe is Cena and Michaels. I got a beer sure. in my hand. Here's a swig for you. Mm. Ah, yes, sir. And five again is Hogan Savage. I'm taking I'm taking Hogan Savage. I, again, this is another year of Cena's basically ran through DX in two straight years. <laughs> You know what? I almost made a case for myself to take Cena. So look at this. Cena is essentially running through DX in two consecutive years. The only other person to do that is the Undertaker. Undertaker. <laughs> the Undertaker. <laughs> two success two successful world title defenses, which typically does not happen at WrestleMania. Usually WrestleMania is the crowning of the new and two years straight it's a Cena Cena. We what? might give you a break somewhere in the middle of the year just so you don't get totally fed up, but we riding the Cena train till it till it derails. Cena, these loud colors, being a product of being a second generation hip hopper and having some of the most phenomenal merchandise we've seen this side of the fiend. Um, all these things are, are are into the factor as to why he was winner at two consecutive WrestleManias as your champion, closing it out. John Cena. I mean, Michaels gave him one of his best matches ever. They they are phenomenal dance partners. Um, 
Yeah, I gotta I gotta keep it a thousand. Like that's a it's a hell of a match. It just it depends on how fondly you look upon WrestleMania five. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And uh and, and five again is 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 one for the history books, but I mean you're it's, talking about it's long the, term it's the best angle in the history of of WWF. But we, again, quality of match res, res, resume. <laughs> it, I mean, oh, resume is a push. Overall impact. Mm, five might be more impactful. Wow! See now, you, now, you, now we're making argued <clears throat> argued cases. Five uh, is what gets you across the border to Canada. This is true. This this is very true. Um, and Edge was there in the crowd, so maybe if you don't go to Canada, Edge never becomes a professional wrestler. Ooh, well, see, not now. Not only is that a reach, but it's a viable one. <laughs> we we don't often hear about, about a viable reach. That is actually a, a viable one. Um, Shawn Fire Michaels, call. Triple H, Trip. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, John Cena, John Cena. Uh, let's see here. This is Shawn Michaels' first Mania back. No, I'm sorry, second second Mania main event since returning from losing his smile. <laughs> um, yeah, because his main event, last main event prior to that was what 14. Uh huh. And that was his next to last main event. No, 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 no. He he main evented 20. No, no, no. He that's what I'm saying. It was his next to last main event prior to retirement. Um, man, 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 man. Yeah, uh, retired after 14, came back, main event at 20, and then main event at 23. Cena has is only second to Ric Flair in championships. Five, you know what, man? I'm gonna I'm I'm dial it back here. I'm gonna dial it back here because five again, Hogan Savage, that, that rivalry is, is way deeper. Than just uh, Cena and Triple H or Cena and Shawn Michaels, and to this day, to this to this day, uh, there are rivalries that can't match up to that. <clears throat> I mean, that's, that that goes synonymous with things like Steamboat and uh, Robert, Steamboats and uh, and Flair, uh, Flair Funk, that, Flair Dusty. <laughs> that rivalry transfer for transferred between two or more promotions and in real life. And here, here's and, a fun and, fact. And on wax. And on wax. You remember when Hogan <laughs> had the black eye at WrestleMania 9? Yes. You know how he got that? No. So, the, Legend the kayfabe story is that he's leaving the gym the night before um, and Money Inc. hires some people to beat him up leaving the gym. That's the kayfabe story that they tell on the broadcast. The real version is, you remember watching Dark Side of the Ring and they were talking about where Liz had left Randy and went to Hogan's house? Yes. And was staying with um, Hogan and Linda for a while, but Hogan didn't tell Savage? Right. Well, apparently that came to a head in Caesar's Palace. <laughs> and uh Savage, and, and Mr. Poffo punched him in the eye. Dot dotted that eye across them teeth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh good try Terry got his eye dotted and they had to come up with a reason. So like how how is it that you send this man out here with this blackened eye? 
He's in a tag team title match. You know they weren't going to win. But then you send him back out to win the world heavyweight title while the guy who blacked his eyes on commentary. <laughs> like, hey, you know what? Let's just reconsider this. Maybe we don't need to give him the title right now. Let's let's wait. <laughs> let's set it up. Let's let's do something else. Like, nah, we're going to do this right now. See, we're, we're and we're talking about this still. Here we are in 2021, still talking about something that happened in WrestleMania five um, with the with the op- with the opposite caveat being. John Cena and Shawn Michaels, who's Mr. WrestleMania. I just advanced five just off that story. Five. This, this, is the only, <laughs> this is the only WrestleMania main event that got disc records with it. Man, hey, real life disc records. And I played them shit real when, life. I, when I was a radio jock. I played that joint. Be a man. <laughs> Hogan, be a man. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, uh, this, this, yeah, go ahead. Five. Five. All right. WrestleMania 26. Which is a another good one, if you will. This is Triple H versus uh I'm sorry, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker career match. 26 closed the show? I mean that closed the show for 26? That, that closed the show. Versus oh, well, and, and, versus. And, a, and a no DQ match. Streak yeah, versus hey. career. Versus well. versus whatever this this victim is. <laughs> WrestleMania, it wasn't 16, it was WrestleMania 2000. 2000, which is the uh, Four Corners match with all four McMahons representing The Rock, Big Show, Mick Foley, and Triple H. Yes. And a phenomenal match. No, but not enough. No lasting long-term impact. It, there, was, there was some impact, but it wasn't lasting long-term like the ending of the career of the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. And the continuation right. the, of the, the streak. sequel to the greatest WrestleMania match ever, and and so so there's the other thing too. If Shawn Michaels wins this match, we have our first victory that to take out the streak. So guess who's winning this one? Twenty six. <laughs> All right, uh, WrestleMania. This, two. Go ahead. This one's gonna be yeah. This is this is uh, interesting because of some certain a couple of things. All right, we got you on color commentary, Swab Burgundy. So the very last match on the card, if I'm not mistaken, mind I think you, we're gonna make a ruling. But go ahead. So let, let's let's let me set the table here real quick. The the home team on this one is going to be WrestleMania 20. I'm sorry. Um, uh, WrestleMania, yeah, twenty. That's gonna be the home team on this one, which WrestleMania twenty features Triple H versus the Unmentionable versus Shawn Michaels in the Triple Threat match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Okay. WrestleMania two is his, is the visitor. Now WrestleMania two took place in a simulcast in three different locations: Nassau Coliseum and Uniondale, Long Island, New York. Rosemont Horizon in Rosemont, Illinois, and Los Angeles, California, in the Los Angeles Sports Arena. And I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the very last match was the LA match. Am I correct in that? I'm certain whatever match Good Try Terry was in, that's the last one. And that's the one that was in LA. For obvious reason, you had Good Try Terry trying his hands in the movies or getting ready to try his hands in movies in LA for the second WrestleMania. Why wouldn't you? Um, the other two in, ma- in LA in a cage match with King Kong Bundy. Now, now here and te- technically, 
any of these would end would be the end because they were three different last matches and three different locations for one pay-per-view. So if you're in attendance, you could argue that this was the last match. Um, Mr. T versus Roddy Piper in a boxing match, which was a shit show. Greg Valentine and Brutus Beefcake versus the British Bulldogs for the WWF Championship, which Valentine and Beefcake were a formidable, formidable tag team. Banished by the Buffalo of the South, Jimmy Hart. And uh, Hogan versus King Kong Money, Steel Cage Match, WWF Championship. Now I'm like Suave. If I'm a betting man, I'm putting all the chips on the table saying that this was the very last match in the pay-per-view. So for the sake of this conversation, there's too many things going on here. None of this shit you remember it to. Not unless you're going to go on the network and watch it. You're not going to remember any of this. Meanwhile, at 20, you have... 20 might be one of the best endings. Like, yeah, show closing match, but like literally the best ending. You want the finish? No, no, not the the finish to the match. The ending story. Oh. Eddie coming into the ring. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, that, that might be one of the the top five WrestleMania moments. That is an iconic, yeah. That's everything else not taking place. That's an iconic moment. The the immensable goes over after Eddie had already uh, grabbed his shot previously or earlier on in the night. And uh, it was a culmination of a defection that happened from WCW in uh, 2000. And, um, yeah, so yeah, the last it's twenty for me. I ain't yeah, gonna yeah, lie to you. Yeah, hold you. yeah all, all all bullshit aside, twenty gets this yeah. one, man. Like I mean, because yeah, it's, it's absolutely twenty for th- me. There's too much nonsense going on to give credit and credence to two, but it, that story that story at twenty, man, just it, it it pulls at your heartstrings, regardless of what happened after the fact. And then it, it signifies, you know, the it really signifies a stopping point in the bodybuilder era. Because both of these guys are under six feet, under two hundred and fifty pounds, both of them. They're they're essentially the uh, the prototypes for the Daniel Bryan championship runs. Facts. They are the precursor to what happens at WrestleMania thirty. So yes, twenty and, by default. And and the crowd agrees with us. The crowd from there and, agrees with us now. And it was in New York, and it's hard to be the New York crowd. Yeah, and they appreciated it from a wrestling in the, standpoint. In the garden. In Madison Square Garden. All right. So in the last match for this round, we have WrestleMania 34, it looks like. At WrestleMania 34, your main event was Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the WWE Championship in the Superdome. (sighs) And this one, not only did people just boo, people left. (laughs) People booed. People dipped. Uh, The match was pretty good it was for a what good, it was. It was a good match. Um, this isn't wrestling, Brock. This is still post-MMA, Brock. Yeah, let me get my paycheck and, and get out of here make you look good in the process, but uh, he beat the brakes off. Made, he beat the brakes off Roman Reigns. call on the fly uh, that, that Lesnar was going to re-up his contract, so that pretty much changed the outcome of the main event of WrestleMania. Um, looks like Roman might have legitimately been concussed or at least shaken up. <laughs> Got bell was you wrong. Get, you get blood in a WrestleMania main event for the first time in a long time. Probably in about 10 years. At least. <laughs> At least. So that's those are all strong things to consider. 
um, Lesnar retaining. It it led to a it. This is essentially the beginning of them burning the candle on Lesnar versus Reigns. Because even right now, because of the circumstances going on with uh, Reigns on SmackDown, with being with Paul Heyman and assuming the role, role that he has, Lesnar is the best opponent for him because there's synergy. But you've done it so many times, nobody wants to see it, even if you do switch Brock face. Mm. And there's that. So, uh, man. Um, and it's against 15, so we can go ahead and get ready to say goodbye to this. <laughs> we going to holler at it? I ain't going to hold you. It's Rock Austin 1. <laughs> Straight up. 15 it is. For all that talking I did about Roman and Brock, like, hey, Long step side. We still we still got some other ones we haven't even talked about yet, man. Like we like bruh. It's real. We we have in this round one, two, three, four, five, six, seven more, eight more matches to talk about in this round alone. And there's some heat coming up. You ready? You ready to keep it rolling? Turn up. All right, WrestleMania 35. WrestleMania 35's main event was Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. And a the winner first woman's main event in WrestleMania history. And a winner's take all winner winner takes all for both WWE women's championships. This is the crowning of Becky Two Belts. Versus. You ain't ready for this one. Rock Cena won in Miami. WrestleMania 28. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Lasting impact. Becky two belts. Becky held both belts for about what six months? Was it right around six uh, months? Either way, it was a long ass time for her to hold both championships. Traveling between both brands post brand split. Um, she lost um, her opportunity at the Royal Rumble and then jumped into the Royal Rumble to to get a, a shot at the at the championship. Like it's so many things happen and her her character turn. She became the female Stone Cold Steve Austin or they tried to make her the female Stone Cold Steve, Steve Austin. She had some body bag moments. She even buried her significant other in a storyline. Not that it was intentional, but she eclipsed Seth Rollins when he was at the peak of his career. Facts. I mean, nothing you're saying is wrong. All these things are factual. Um, Becky Lynch became the biggest star in the company. Um, You had the biggest free agent acquisition in the history, in the history of the women's division, absolutely. Then you have the most famous namesake in wrestling history being Charlotte Flair. So there's no reason that this match should get any negative reviews from us. Like the match itself was cool. The finish was a bit in, but I think it was kind of that was the idea to sort of set up uh, next year's main event, which I mean, end up not happening due to um, you know, some 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 life altering events. So let me let me um, let me throw this out there at you too. Pregnancy aside, 
um, right. which we still haven't seen the return from Becky Lynch yet, but I'm sure it's coming right around the corner. In fact, I would be surprised if we don't see her the Raw after Mania this year. I digress. Ronda Rousey's shoulder being up still has not been addressed by Ronda Rousey on WWE TV. Do we get it? I think it's the basis for her return. Here, Not only is it, do I think it's the basis for her return, it's going to be a talking point until she retires officially from all sporting comp- uh, competition. So um, there's your case for lasting impact there. But let's go back to 28, though. We had a storyline that took a year that not only took a year, but gave us the main event the following year immediately after this match was was over. No, oh, so what um following WrestleMania 27, which was Miz versus Cena, um, The Rock was the special guest host. He gets involved in the main event. So New Year's, New Year's Day, the next day after WrestleMania 27, the match is made. They decide that one year from now, we're gonna get to the smoke. Once in a lifetime it was built. <laughs> yeah, once in a lifetime ended up being two two years in a row. And correct me if I'm what? wrong. Correct, correct, correct me if I'm wrong. At SummerSlam, Survivor Series that year, weren't they a tag team? Yes, against The Miz and R-Truth. Look at me in the bag. So, um, and this had this had been going on. They had been bantering back and forth in the media for years. Like, there was legitimate animosity. There, for, were, there were freestyles from both. There were shots fired. Fired. Yeah. But shot if we absolute shots fired if the, if the, the podcast whole, was happening back then the body bag award probably would have been birthed during this weekly. rivalry you'd have got a body bag awarded to one of those two weekly the john like we would have had had weekly debates trying to figure out who got the best of the other one the i'm john cena you better recognize came from this john cena which was six years later so yeah it's uh i honestly I got to go with 28. I'm not mad at that. I'm actually going with 28 too. Simply because we don't know where Rock is. Uh, or we do. But we kind of don't know if, if if he's completely done. We don't know if Cena's completely done, even though his contract is up. But something tells me they're going to have a rubber match. I, something tells me we're going to see a Rock Cena 3. I don't know when or where, but something tells me we're going to see a rock scene in three. If we pick, and I'm just really, if if some butts were candies and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. If we pick 35 over 28 and Rock and Cena actually do have that third match at WrestleMania to close out Mania, we've just shit it all over this tournament. The I'm, odds of that happening are minuscule. I don't think so. I don't think they're as low as you think they are. Well, I mean, that's why you think what you think, but I'm telling you right now. <laughs> nah, I don't see it. All right, I'm going with 28 as well, so we can advance 28 on this one. All right, now. Yeah, it's too many different movie schedules to align. Um, even if they do it again, I don't know if you close the show with They closed the show twice. But you, but you, but you could just off of star power. He's the number you one could. name on the in the box you, office. You could, 
But at some point, you're going to have to concede that you do have to make new stars. So someone else may end up closing the oh, show oh, don't, to give the to no. give the perception that they're on a on a higher level than what they may be. And then Cena Rock 3 may occupy the same space as Austin Rock 3 or um, Good Try Terry versus Rock. It, it's somewhere in the car that is such a huge match. It really ends up feeling like the main event. Like you could have went home after this, but then you have something to bring it back down and then take the energy back up. Yeah, remember, we, we got we got we have the conversation of Willie G on this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> as far as like making stars, they keep bringing back Willie G. Every time we talk about making stars, they bring back Willie G's bitch ass. So um y'all can have that. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, I'll I'll take my bathroom break right then. All right, so as, as we proceed, we've already advanced Cena. Uh, no, no disrespect to the ladies. He- hello, ladies. <laughs> now don't put that creepy voice with it. <laughs> Let's proceed with the OG, the original. It didn't even have a number. It was just called WrestleMania versus WrestleMania 12. Now, lasting impact for WrestleMania. WrestleMania isn't Wrestlemania without Wrestlemania. There's no two without one. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, uh, and the the attendance, this is is actually playing into this conversation. The the attendance at Wrestlemania in Madison Square Garden was 19,121, according to Wikipedia. Okay. Anaheim, California for Wrestlemania 12, this competitor for Wrestlemania 1. Advancing from the play-in round, Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels, 60-minute Iron Man match, 18,853. And, I mean, the main event at WrestleMania 1 was Hogan and Mr. T versus Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff with special guest referees Pat Patterson and the champ, the greatest of all time, Rumble Young Man Rumble, Muhammad Ali. X, Cowboy Bob Orton at ringside. With with cast. <laughs> I mean, he wore that for a long time. I mean, I think he wore that up to his UWF days. Uh who was who was in the corner for uh for good try Terry and Mr. T? Uh good question. Cause I know it was somebody, but I, I, I can't remember who. I don't think it's Captain Lou Albano. Might be, but I don't think so. I don't think I don't think it was Cap was I mean was it Orn? No, 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 Snooker no. was Orndorf? out there. Snooker was out there. Oh, it was Snooker. Okay, Snooker was because right. because I, I, I remember and the reason why I remember this. This is for all the wrong reasons. Superfly Snooker and Tonga Kid were a tag team going against uh, Orton and Piper weekly on Primetime Wrestling, which was hosted by Gor- uh, Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain Heenan, and they would always show matches from the Philadelphia Spectrum, uh, the Hartford Civic Center. Uh, the Meadowlands Arena, uh, any of the Northeast arenas that WWF ran at the time, they would always show these matches and they always had Tonga Kid and Superfly, Superfly Snooker versus Orton and Piper. And I think this is also post-Coconut. So uh, that that's the only reason I remember that Snooker was in the, in the corner. I don't know what his impact was there, but I do remember that Snooker was definitely in the corner for that one. You can fact check me if you want to. For the most part, it's minimal. So, do we go with main event of the first WrestleMania or do we go with 
what begot a wrestling era, which eventually evolved into the Attitude Era, simply off of this. The, the, so uh, you know what? I think I just answered my own question. We mm-hmm. not, we never put it into perspective that this match was also the precursor. It was the it was the sperm meets egg of the Attitude Era. <laughs> now now here's the thing: match quality absolutely goes to Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. Um, historical impact because it's the first WrestleMania because it's part of the culmination of the rock and wrestling merger that started with the brawl to, the what is it, the war to settle the score war to settle the score yep so there's a lot of momentum WrestleMania also signifies the absolute death of the territory era we ain't doing that no more. Every, every <laughs> you know what's bad when all the territories look at WrestleMania and says we can do the same thing they did, and no one can that come part. to a, and no one can come to a decision on who's going over. Now so, everybody want to do a mixtape. What up? What up, Super Clash? <laughs> so you feel me? And and it's it's like Vince what, what's rolled up? the dice on a level that you have never really seen. What's up, Wrestle Rock? <laughs> Boy, every every super show since then is an attempt to mirror the the effectiveness of WrestleMania. A whole promotion was begot be out after Pro Wrestling USA was begot because of the success of WrestleMania. And you never and saw then, any televised events from Pro Wrestling USA. And then there's that. So the historical impact definitely goes to WrestleMania one. Um, so that's one and one. It's a push. Match quality. Resume. What, match quality ain't. It, it, there's no comparison. There's absolutely yeah, there's, no yeah. comparison. Match quality is absolutely Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Historical impact has to be WrestleMania one. Resume of all people involved. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go twelve on. I'm, that. I'm going twelve too. Easy. I'm going. I, I, I think it's not even a, a, a like your main eventers. Matter matter of fact, here here's an easy one for for uh for historical impact. I'm sorry for uh resume. Roddy Piper is going to be probably the number one seed in the in a futility tournament that we're about to have. <laughs> right. <laughs> for those of you who didn't catch that, you don't worry. We'll you, we'll, we'll land we'll land the plane shortly. But uh, yeah, just understand that um. Yeah, we 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 can't even hold him in the conversation with everybody else in this match. Uh, I'm sorry, we can, with the exception of Hogan. So for that reason, WrestleMania one, even though you, even though you're Hydrox, WrestleMania twelve is Oreo. We're going WrestleMania twelve. Facts. Uh, yeah, it feels blasphemous. <laughs> Which match is your favorite? Easily out of the two twelve. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I ain't gonna argue with you no more. <laughs> like, I was trying to find a way to make a case for one because of how important it really is in the grand scheme of things. But I mean, that's why we play the game. As a child, they hit all the buttons with with one. You get Muhammad. We get Muhammad Ali. You get Super Fly Snooker, Mr. T, and Hogan. Rock and number wrestling. one is the well, number one is the formula. It's the blueprint to a WrestleMania main event. But you you don't you don't get crack cocaine without free base. I'm not arguing this point. Um, <laughs> don't think it's something we should necessarily be discussing out loud, but sure. All right. Yeah, let's go ahead. All right. Keeping it moving. Man, there's so many good ones we haven't even talked about yet. 
everlasting oh. bass. Wow. That's all you did there. I mean, hey, look, my, my reference is the drug culture. <laughs> oh, it, I hate rap. It, it, have it, back. it is a running <laughs> joke. Like, yeah, I will remix any song and add drug culture to it. Like, I feel like John Singleton of the of of the parody songs when it comes to that, like Snowfall. Right? <laughs> Man, rest in peace, John Singleton. WrestleMania 27, The Miz versus John Cena for the WWE Championship. And The Miz is your champion going into WrestleMania. Yes, this was the last match on the card. Versus <laughs> ver, versus WrestleMania 19. Hey, hey, look, I know it shouldn't be on this list, but it is the last match. <laughs> versus WrestleMania 19. We can make this one real quick. Quick. Perk Angle. Vers- Stop what you're doing. Stop it. <laughs> Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Kurt Angle. Versus, yes, thank you, Kurt. Versus, versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE your, Championship. Your Olympic American hero. And your uh, Brock Lesnar himself. Brock Lesnar hits a shooting a a a, a shooting. He didn't hit it. Well, first, <laughs> he hit him. Okay, listen. Let me back up. Never in the history of the Shooting Star Press have I ever seen a shooting Shooting Star Press. Meaning he launched himself halfway across the ring while performing a shooting star press. This is normally something that's done from very close range. And usually yeah. from someone who's roughly 75 pounds or more less weight. It's usually executed executed within the 90 degree angle of the corner. <laughs> Brock Lesnar executed a shooting shooting star press. Almost three quarters across the length of the ring. And broke his freaking neck. He massively concussed himself. For I don't, a, don't think he broke his neck. For but I'm not sure either, so I don't want to say he didn't. He massively concussed himself, knocked himself out, somehow finished the match. We almost saw a man go to the upper room in the main event of WrestleMania. While winning! <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow, like, match quality. It, uh, match quality when Perk Angle is excuse me. Kurt Angle <laughs> when Kurt Angle is involved, match quality is almost all time high. Up. You cannot get over that Kurt Angle in his bag. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that is that that time is Kurt Angle in his bag. Man, I can't I can't both oh man. man. 2000, yeah. 2002 to about 2012 between WWE, the new ECW, and TNA. Kurt Angle, that Kurt Angle, that Kurt Angle might be the GOAT. He's certainly up there. He might, I mean, his body of work might be the, yeah, the greatest body of work in, in that span. And we just spent all this time talking about the the repercussions of hey, the that's aftermath. another tournament. That's oh. a, yeah, that's another tournament. I, yeah, we just, I'll, I'll I'll brief you on that. We'll talk about the brief. We've just talked about the repercussions of the aftermath of what became a pinfall for Brock Lesnar's first title victory at WrestleMania, and we haven't even said anything about the other match involved in this tournament. Your winner. 
<laughs> yeah, like Miz tries hard, but what else you want me to say? I mean, other than the fact that the the ending of that match led to what the ended up being the main event of twenty eight and twenty nine. And, and listen, you you might be WWE champion right now, but you'll come Monday of uh, March the first year of our Lord twenty and twenty one. We're hoping for. Petty Messiah to come on here and sing the phrases of a transitional champion. Which means All I'm saying is don't get your hopes up because I don't want you to be angry. WrestleMania 19 is taking this one. There's no that's no there's no question. Absolutely no question. Fight fight your mama. Don't fight me. WrestleMania 7. Which is where are we at here? Sergeant Slaughter. Hey, listen, fresh off, <laughs> fresh off G.I. Joe, fresh off of an A.W.A. Like Sergeant Slaughter was G.I. Joe, a in G.I. Joe life. character in the A.W.A. Let real me, life. Let me let me back this up again. Sergeant Slaughter was a G.I. Joe cartoon character for the comic book and the actual television series in the A.W.A spokesperson for the uh, the figurine line on in TV commercials and that's in order yo Joe all that Sergeant Slaughter he comes <laughs> in he comes into WWF with a manager who is his arch nemesis the embodiment of the Cold War the entire time he was in the AWA this man comes into the WWF as Sergeant Slaughter's manager at the time he was chic, but by the time he came to WWF, he was general Adnan LKC against Mr. All-American Hulk Hogan in the WWF Championship match. I mean, you put way more sauce Bruh. on it than what, what it actually came off. Let, like. me, let me tell you, there was there was a level. That, this is when storytelling was actually meant something. No, I mean, I'm totally with you. It's it's the the American defector against the, the, no, 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 the no, real, no, no, the no, real American. Not, see not, my air quotes. Not the American defector. The Iraqi sympathizer. Same difference. <laughs> the American defecting Iraqi sympathizer who used to be the face of G.I. Joe. He, he versus was the he was Hogan before I Hogan had a gimmick. Real American. He was Hogan before Hogan had a gimmick. Understand me. Right. When Hogan left the AWA and went to the WWF and Sergeant Slaughter became the face of the AWA without a championship belt, it was modeled after Hogan. I, oh, I'm, I sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Understand I'm sorry. Hogan was modeled of, after Slaughter. Um, your level of intensity about this era of wrestling. No, no, no. no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Before, before, before you get too deep into the bag here. This is gonna be real easy. I, I I just had to set the table for this one. Oh, so okay, you dug that hole. Let me let me let me let me give a moment, let me now. give a moment of silence for all that shit I just said. You ready? Yup. WrestleMania X Seven. Thank you and good night. <laughs> <laughs> Better match quality, more impactful event. Um, favorite <laughs> favorite uh, resume. This is and, and 
This and is... Slaughter does not have a slouchy resume. Oh, and of course, good, you, everybody knows good try Terry for what they know him for. But like, look at look at the resume of X7. The most pivotal <clears throat> moment in the history of the WWF and, pro, and arguably professional wrestling outside the NWO. Even though it was the wrong decision. Wait, 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 wait. It could have been the right decision with one move. An extra stunner. An extra stunner changes the entire course of the business. One extra stunner probably would win this tournament. We wouldn't have this tournament. The, the, <laughs> the, historic, the historical impact of one extra stunner would probably be enough to win this tournament. Flat out. It's, it's, this one's going to be real hard to beat, bro. <laughs> it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. This, this one might this one might be our uh our Shawn Michaels Undertaker here. This one this is going to be real real tough, bro. It's another one coming that I see might if they actually meet up before the finals it'll, it'll be good. It'll be good. Advancing we have X7. That not even a question. Um WrestleMania three versus looking for three. Ooh, looking for three versus WrestleMania fourteen, and your winner. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let this. We, we if I did that much for Sergeant Slaughter, let me set the table for three. We already set the table for three in the play-in. Okay. I'll explain. We set the table for fourteen. This is the this is the jump-off point for Austin as World Heavyweight Champion of WWF, which happens to be the most lucrative period in the history of the WWF. You're a winner. <laughs> Thank you and good night. And once again, it is Austin with the Duke. This one. 14, for those of you not recognizing or not remembering what happened here, Shawn, and you have Mike Tyson involved. Shawn Michaels is your WWF champion who is on the side of DX. After Mike Tyson flips off and cocaine. <laughs> after Mike Tyson flips off uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, we have a month and a half, two month storyline where Stone Cold actually ends up getting the championship off Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels raises Stone Cold's hand and gets a beer for his efforts. And Boys made Sports Center with the build to this. Matt, listen. <laughs> Back when they wouldn't recognize pro wrestling as even a sport. Mike, Mike Tyson, Tyson shows up. Next thing you know, Mike Tyson got more press for this than Buster Douglas did from the time that he actually beat Mike Tyson and should have been on the main event and got replaced and replaced Mike Tyson rather because Mike Tyson lost to Buster Douglas in Tokyo. So yeah, this is uh and this is post prison Mike Tyson too. The first uh major sports appearance from Mike Tyson post prison was WrestleMania 14. So yeah. Yeah. I Don't call it a comeback. Uh WrestleMania 9. Yokozuna, your champion versus Hulk Hogan for the WWF Championship versus the last match of last year's WrestleMania, which is Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre, and which Yikes. Drew McIntyre was crowned your WWF champion. 
Drew McIntyre is currently fresh off of losing the WWF Championship after winning the Elimination Chamber with the championship on the line. Something that has only been done, I think, twice before this. And uh, uh what, lose what losing the title after no, elimination no, chamber? No, no, winning keep retaining the title in an elimination chamber match. Cena did it before, and I'm trying to remember the, uh, the next person. Daniel Bryan's done it before. There's your two. Good, good, good call, Suave. Now I might be wrong, but those are the two that I had in mind, Cena and Daniel Bryan. Okay. So if, if there's more than that, you know, please hit us up. I'm I'm not I'm not here to say that we're the suitsayers of all things, but those two were the two that I had in mind when I said when I made that statement. And this I, is a very short list of elimination chambers where the title's being defended. Number one, but then you actually retain by defeating five of the people in that ominous structure, that deadly yeah. structure. <laughs> Gee, there's you your drink. Find a way to get that line. There's your good job. There's your drinking game. Uh, <laughs> uh, nine. Uh, man. Uh, nine, nine is Hogan beating Yokozuna, following Bret Hart Yokozuna. Uh, and, 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 and so, the, so the la- so technically the last match was Yokozuna Bret Hart. Well, I mean, there's another pinfall afterwards. So, I mean, if you want to get technical, technical, it's Yoko and Good Try Terry. Which is still pretty impactful. And took all of like 30 seconds. Um, And the most uh, colorful WrestleMania ever at Caesars Palace. Uh, It was... (laughs) I mean, what's you mean? You mean the, the arrangement of people on the match card, or just the, the set design? Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say you had a Native American in in, in one match. You had a, 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 a team of Samoans in another match. Yeah, Polynesian American uh, in the main event. Yeah, Arge- Argentinian because uh, uh, John Gonzalez. John Gonzalez, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. Do we have any African American representation on WrestleMania Nine? See now you now you about to make me grab it. Hold on, see here. Pause. Pause. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, see here. I'm thinking about the match card, and I don't think there's one because Virgil's no longer anywhere to be wow. seen. Now just uh no just just some moments. Oh wait, uh Papa Shango. There you go. Wait, Papa Shango was on the card. Yeah, I thought that match got scratched. No, nah, he defeated Tito Santana. And they, we did. It was a dark match, but it was it was there in Vegas. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I, I would I'm hope. Saying, I would it, hope it didn't make Coliseum video. Oh, okay. I, I, I was about to say I would hope that a, the Vegas native had gets a match in Vegas. <laughs> he got a match, but yeah, nah, it didn't make air. I've never seen that match. I mean, I'm sure he supplied a whole a whole lot of uh, entertainment. Whole lot of money. No, uh, whole a, lot a, of whole, money. a whole a whole lot of entertainment. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes you got to go to the shoe show. You, you know what I'm saying? So, on this one, uh, who who we who we giving man? Oh, we we really can't say nine. that there's enough. We we haven't lived long enough to see the the, the long term impacts of Drew McIntyre winning the championship. Other than the fact that it's about to be taken off of him and put on Bobby Lashley by way of the Miz. Man, I got to put it on OG Yoko because what? Because even though I. I loathe the end of WrestleMania 9. It leads to Hogan being put out and his farewell song June of that following year at the first ever King of the Ring. It solidified Yoko as a bona fide 
um, high level champion, not just a transitional champion. Um, yeah, like, yeah, I'm I'm going Yoko because yeah, I don't nothing about Lesnar and Drew McIntyre stood out. Yeah, and I hate to say that like they could have used the crowd and a crowd may have raised this another level, but name something that happened during that match that was like either you didn't expect it or it was just ridiculously good. They even they even dropped the ball in what was potentially a great storyline post-match with Big Show. Even that though we had so to wait 24 hours to see it. But it was like the way that they wasted that storyline was akin to how how great the Mark Henry uh, pink salmon jacket heel t- I mean a pink salmon jacket retirement speech was on John Cena and the only thing that made that look sh- look like shit was the fact that he did not beat uh, beat John Cena in the match that he had that was uh, subsequent because of that fake retirement one two three four you know what I'm saying so uh, yeah I- I'm going with uh, man I'm going with nine I'm going with Yoko man I'm with you. I, I ain't gonna argue with you. All right, we got two more matches in this in this bracket. Uh, the next of which is going to kick off WrestleMania 31, which is Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the championship, which becomes a triple threat match as Seth Rollins decides he wants to cash in towards the end of the match. <laughs> and one of the most phenomenal cash-ins we have ever seen. I'll tell you now that that's my pick, but continue. Versus WrestleMania 29, 29 Rock Cena 2 for the WWE Championship, and, and Rock that, is your champion. The AKA, let's make Cena whole. You you knew what was going to happen because you knew Rock wasn't staying around. Right. He and held you had to you had to re-solidify Cena as the guy. What better? And the only way to make that happen is to not only have him avenge his loss at the previous WrestleMania, but by doing so become the champion. And Rock tore his whole shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he told his he told from ass to appetite. The literally la- the lasting impact is the fact that the, the movie studios and the insurance companies told him to stay the fuck out the ring. Yeah, that pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty. That's essentially the reason you didn't get a full match at (laughs) thirty-two. You got rocking in a whole (laughs) tracksuit. Rest in peace, Brody Lee. So upset. Oh, rest in peace, Brody Lee. Because I thought I thought I was gonna get Bray Wyatt versus The Rock, and I got, I got seven seconds. (sighs) Man, man, man. All right, in your final match. Thank you, Eric Rowan, for your service. (laughs) In your final match, you have WrestleMania 21 from the Staples Center, Triple H versus Batista for the World Heavyweight Championship versus WrestleMania 11. Get that bread, get that head, leave. Bam Bam Bigelow versus Lawrence Taylor with special guest referee Pat Patterson. Mr. One and Done. The lasting impacts of this one match has made the celebrity at WrestleMania a mainstay. Hate it or love it, you have nothing to do but respect it. Hate it or love it, done the dogs on top. Now that I, now that I'm thinking of it, like 
nine might be one of the only WrestleManias that is devoid of celebrity participation. Shit. And if it is celebrity, I don't remember it. <laughs> I'm gonna say you're in Vegas at Caesar's Palace. There's I'm absolutely- saying, but how many how many people th- oh, I take that back. Um uh Natalie Cole is in actually in the stands <laughs> and got in and got interviewed by Todd Pettengill, but he was not involved. What celebrity participation do we have at WrestleMania Nine? Uh let's let's pull it up and see, shall we? Celebrity appearances at WrestleMania. Oh, hold on, there we go. WrestleMania Nine. There we go. <laughs> the first thing that pops up: Natalie Cole. Ding ding! Ring the bell for me one time. Man, I, not only that, you can just you can just some applause with that too. <laughs> dang dang! A whole lot of gang shit. You dig? Uh, let's see here. I don't miss. I Russell, do not miss. Russell I may aim at something different, but I don't miss. <laughs> Say. Let's see if I can find this thing here. IX. Diane Carroll sung America the Beautiful. Wow. And that didn't make see that's what that's one of one of those rare things where Caesar's Palace is super rare. They don't show the singing of the national anthem or the singing of America the Beautiful. That's not on the Coliseum video that goes out. I truth be told, I, I honestly think that um because Vegas is home to so many celebrities, the only person that they interview in the crowd was Natalie Cole because she was probably the most obscure for that crowd. But I think maybe, I, maybe they got comp tickets, but like you know how there's a lot of backstage involvement of celebrities and just a lot of that. That is absent from nine. Yeah, and and you, that since, since you mentioned it, like I'm sitting here trying to challenge the point. Like on TV, you're right. Like there wasn't a lot of actually there was hardly any celebrity involvement. But I I'd be far fetched to believe that there was no celebrities and in, in, in attendance or backstage at WrestleMania nine, considering it was in Las Vegas. Driving now, I, truly be- Los I truly believe you had people in attendance. I just, it's rare. It's a it's a rarity. And maybe the first time in the first nine where there's no celebrity involvement. And not that that's I'm- important because it comes back at 10 and seems like they tried to hit the home run ball at 11. And not that I'm trying to cop a plea or anything, but when you, back then, this was what, 1990, was it 91? 11? Yeah. 95. 95, okay. Damn, shit. <laughs> uh, no, not 11, I'm sorry, 9. 9. 9, nine would have been 90, yeah, 94, wasn't it? 93. 93, 93. okay. So, um, and it was built as the, world, the world's largest toga party. So, I, again, I'm, I, I, I would not say that the world's largest toga party didn't have any other celebrities. Like, I, I'm expecting to see people like Bob Euchre there. You know what I'm saying? So at any rate, they just didn't make camera. So that's why yeah, it was yeah, yeah. odd for me. Like but, going back into my wheelhouse, watching that, there's not a lot, certainly not as much as the previous eight years. And then the following years after that, I think, I think a hard, uh, a hard piece of this for, uh, for nine would be considering, <laughs> considering the year you're not going to have, um, roving cameras to the capacity that you do right now like literally your phone could be a roving camera in 4k or 8k depending on what your what your medium is to be uploaded through satellite and sent to a production truck 
you know, to be uploaded to satellite. So, I mean, there's a lot of variables that we have available at our disposal now that weren't available then. And this was an outdoor event at a much wider arena than the Los Angeles Sports Coliseum that it was a couple of years prior to. So, yeah, there's a lot of different things that, that were going yeah. on here that would prevent that from happening, that involvement or that visibility of celebrity. So while I do absolutely agree with that part, my only thing is just normally they will they will have celebrities that they put on camera in backstage segments in an, in an attempt to make themselves look more appealing to air quotes the casual fan that may be watching because this is their Super Bowl. But either way, uh, is <sighs> I don't know which one's more important. Well, we'll make it easy for you. We, that one's the one, that's the one that's going up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Actually, uh, we, we had 11? 11 no, versus no, no, 21. No, 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 I said 11, no, it was 11 versus 31. Okay. But yeah, but nine, yeah, nine, nine did, uh, didn't make it. So now I got a uh, 31 versus 29 and then 21 versus 11. 21, 21. Uh, Oh no, we already we already advanced though. So we advanced thirty one and eleven. I didn't know we advanced eleven. That's the one we were talking about. Oh, oh, I'm tri- I'm tripping. I I kept saying nine. I'm in eleven. You're right. I kept. That's why I kept saying nine. My bad. So we advanced eleven and just said to hell with Batista, right? <laughs> <laughs> Batista went on to be Drax the Destroyer. So I mean, this is pretty significant. Okay. All right. So that so that was my problem is that I'm saying nine. <laughs> and should have been meaning eleven the whole damn time. Let me let me help well, myself real that's, quick. That's my bad. I was using nine to make a point about eleven, so that's my fault. All right. So as it relates to Batista, last one, lasting impact. I mean, he, legacy. He becomes the face of the company aside John Cena for the foreseeable future. Legacy which, Ev- evolution. Yeah. I mean, Cena. Evolu- evolution is a mystery. Uh, Everybody but Daniel Bryan. I mean, he 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 ended up retiring after a match with the person who basically made him after he won the championship. No, I'm sorry. Uh, he 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 was the enforcer for uh, for Evolution, right? And uh, the person that made him the the, the 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 enforcer is the person that retired him at WrestleMania, and he went on to be. Arguably the second biggest action star in film and movies ever to come out of professional wrestling. Okay, I, I can I can definitely co-sign that because Drax the Destroyer in the Guardians of the Galaxy series in the Marvel comic universe franchise that's that is not there's nothing to be scoffed at. He's a very funny guy. Um, what what what's the uh? What's what's the driver movie would do was an Uber driver, Stuber? Uh, yeah, Stuber. funny shit. Stuber was funny. Too. Funny shit. Um, the man with uh, a man with the iron fist, great kung fu action flick, and now I think that was his debut, wasn't it? I'm not certain what his debut was. I want to say it was the man with the iron fist, and he has a. Uh, I think he he's uh he's a what is it? What's his MMA record? Um, uh, I want I want to say he's won. Two MMA matches, possibly. And even still, let me really mess your head up. You kind of, you kind of realize he was, you know, had had a nice little age on him when he when he came out of OVW. Oh, and that part of that OVW, that great OVW class. Um, he's fifty two years old now. 
and can still I mean, hand, and can still handle people. Twenty one is is his launch pad to the level of stardom that he has now. So that's a pretty significant argument. Even though on our Black History episode we did make Lawrence Taylor one of the most influential wrestlers ever, simply because he is the first. <laughs> he's the first non uh, non organic wrestler to get that bread, get that head, and leave. And when I say that, I mean show up first matches in the show closer the main event of WrestleMania, cut my check, and I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? And there were there was four people that came out of OVW that have transcended and have caused more havoc uh, in over the course of professional wrestling through not just WWE, only because of one of these people, not just WWE, but just, I mean, really five. Batista, Brock Lesnar, John Cena, Randy Orton, Shelton Benjamin. And of those five, Shelton Benjamin was the only one to travel and come back to the E. Everybody else did it in the E. Greatest recruiting class ever. I'm going 21. Jim Jim Ross needs a bonus for us talking about this shit right now. (laughs) Just send him a check now. Like, thank you for your service. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, 21. 21, 21. So, yeah, we just knocked out 11. <laughs> just talking off of Batista's resume alone. Forget the match. <laughs> out of there. Next round. All right. And uh, and there's that. So, we have our uh, we have our quarterfinals set. We have done a, a pretty phenomenal job here, Suave. I think we, we, we've done our due diligence with explaining to the masses how we get this done. Uh, our quarterfinals we have coming up here. We have 32 versus 35 versus 26, 20 versus 15, 12 versus 28, 19 versus 17, 14 versus 9, 31 versus 21. Let's see. Let's make the gangster shit happen, man. You know what I'm saying? So uh, let's go. Right. Four versus 10. Ooh, four versus 10. 10 and I'm going to go four. Four versus 10. I'm trying to see if I can find a reason to justify uh, 10 simply because we need a point to argue. Um, Historical impact? Yoko, Yoko, Yoko and Brett versus Madison Square Garden versus Savage uh, this tournament, man. <laughs> I'm saying it's Savage and DiBiase. It's just, it's just it, 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 when, you, when you try to do anything but justify it, you just say the tournament like it's a wrap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, thirty-two and thirty. Eh, eh. Thirty, thirty, eh. thirty. Eh. That's that's Daniel Bryan eh. closing the show. There, eh. there are very <laughs> few better closing WrestleMania moments. Yeah, thirty. Yeah, five versus twenty-six. Remind me of twenty-six again. Twenty-six. You should know this off the top of your head. So I, I know oh, it's, it's, it's Undertaker, Michaels. They, yeah, career versus street. Yeah. Uh, versus the, the mega powers explode. Oh, 26. Yep. I'm going with 26 too. Again, um, uh, that's did, a major victory, and we just ran through that kind of matter of factly. I mean, it, it, so here, here's your, here's your long term impact. First of all, it's, it's a, uh, it's a career match, right? If Shawn Michaels is still wrestling after this match, that means Undertaker took his first L at WrestleMania. Stakes are higher. Like that alone. 
And if if Undertaker loses this match, it's becoming it's, this is your favorite match. This this eclipses right. twenty five. Match quality's higher because five is you know the Hogan formula just with a better dance partner and the resume of these two. I mean, resume is like a push, but yes. Yeah. 26. 26 it is. Uh, let's see here. 20 and 15. 20 and 15, man. Wow. Uh, I'll take I'll take 15 in the to-go I, box. I like <laughs> I like 15 in a bag with a side of uh Cajun uh, fry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is getting deadly. This is getting deadly. I'm taking 15. Uh, let's see here. 12 and 28. Did you say uh, mm, uh, let me let me 28. let me run it run it back again. So 28. We have Rock vs. Cena 1. Yep. 12 Bret Hart Shawn Michaels Iron Man match. Long-term impact. Probably 12. Uh Match quality, 12. Favorite, 12. Well, I, I called it too early. <laughs> like, say, when all else fails, you got to go to the criteria. Because I, I feel like, you know, Cena Rock 1 is a bigger match. But... <sighs> this is... This one's here. This, this one's almost unfair. This is... This is this is probably the best matchup that we've had. Um, I know the answer to this one, but in terms of match for match, you could watch these back to back and you could probably make an argument for both of these. All right. Are you ready? Because this this, this 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 pairing here could be the entire show. Okay. 19 versus X7. X7. I'm going X7, but you cannot. It didn't, it didn't take me that long. But you can't yeah. argue. You cannot argue with me that we can't have a whole show just comparing these two matches. I mean, you probably and, could. And, and the long term uh, impact. I don't doubt it. It's just it's the two biggest stars, essentially in the history of the company. It's the big. It's the most grossing uh, champion until you know Cena went on his run of like a decade plus. But like Austin's the reason the company's public now. And then The Rock is the biggest movie star in the world. And then I must add this too for you. Price, 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 price just went up. Price just went uh, up. All that there. So, yeah, come on with it. All right. Uh, 12 and 28. 12 and 28. That, did we already do that one? No, yeah, we did. My bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you going backwards. Yeah, wait a minute. 14, 14 and 14 9. 9. <laughs> Thank you. 14, Shawn Michaels Stone Cold for the WWF Championship. Mike Tyson uh, as the special guest enforcer. Um, and then number nine, which we just had a whole shit show about. <laughs> yeah, can we can we call up to, to room nine and see if they need any help getting their bags to the car? Yeah, uh, Yoko and Hogan. <laughs> um, you need, you need a bell hop or a luggage luggage rack or anything. Yeah, uh, can we, can we y'all, y'all had a nice run. Uh, Fourteen, we'll see you hit the pay window. That's uh, it. Uh, 31, 21, 21, 21. <laughs> 31, 21. Uh, 31. The, the first time cash in of the money in the bank in the WrestleMania main event. That's legendary. That re- it hasn't that, happened since. That results in a triple threat. 
Yeah, it it, ha- it has not happened since. No one has cashed in in the ma- during the main event of WrestleMania. I'm surprised no one has ever just said, I'm going to hold this case and I'm going to be the main event of WrestleMania. It's all but happened. So that might be the, right. that might be the natural that, progression. That's the next thing you can do is just say, I'm holding this. I am the main event. All right. And man, we're getting out to nitty gritty here, boy. Yeah, it's getting real. It's time to hit that refresh. We're about to get up out of here. Four and 30. 30. 30 it is. Uh, just 30, 30 might be moonwalking. 30. <laughs> right, now, right now, it's gliding. It is gliding. 26 and 15. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Let me bring it, let me bring it back. 26 is take her, uh, take her Michaels for career versus streak. 15. Is uh Austin, Rock Austin, Austin Rock one? one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying the, the same argument applies that applies to X7. Like these two are it. They are one and one A. Th- these these two matches, even though they are approximately ten years apart, they they literally defined an entire era and changed the business monetarily forever forever facts um i'm going 15 i'm going i'm going going 26 all right let's go to this criteria then oh Uh, man match quality who what's the what's the better match quality wise 26 26 and it's art and it's um, arguable that it's not it's not even it's not as close I, I mean it's not um i'm not making it seem like it's a landslide it's arguable but i'm going 26 because there were higher right. stakes resume of the participants shit uh <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> i say it's 15 plus you have mankind Fif- who's also Fif- a new york times best-selling if, author if you if you must throw in the extra extra cherry on top it's it's mankind as a special guest referee 15 so what's next we got match quality favorite. we got uh resume we got um favorite. impact it, the m the impact i guess we got to go with 15 the impact changed the business because the favorite i'm throwing out i can't call a favorite on either one of them the impact uh, i don't know I, I i don't know like if you told me right now i had to watch one of them and sit through it it's probably 26. I would pick 26 first. But 15 is just like 15 is like you had to be there type vibe. You had to be you had to be outside in 99 to really know what that felt like. Man. <laughs> so now we're back in the dead time. I, I think I think the the lasting impact on the business is better felt from 15. Because we still have I don't people, disagree. We still have people watching wrestling. From Waiting for the, the next Austin and Rock. From the Attitude Era, comparing people to Austin. We're not comparing people to HBK. We're not comparing people to The Undertaker. We're comparing people to Austin. We're looking for the next Rock. We're wondering why people can't talk like Rock. Okay, I'll take 15 for that reason. Yeah, man. Wow. It, it wow. changed the requirements of what you needed to be a star. Man. Ooh. That's real, though. That's real, though. Oh wow! Twelve and seventeen. I'm sorry. Twelve and X seven. That good. Good night. <laughs> yeah. X seven. It is. Yeah. X seven. I mean, there's only so far you can go. Shout out to Super Sock Jose Lothario. 
Super sock. Put some respect on it. Su- super, 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 super sock. sock. Uh, X7. 14 and 31. Uh, 14 is Austin Michaels. 31 is Lesnar Reigns with the cash in from Seth. 31. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing that one. 31 it is. Yeah, 31. All right. And it, it's, it's hard because of what, what the criteria and the, the explanation we use to get 14 to where it is. It's like, mm, we just threw all that away for a money in the bank cash in. All right. For your semifinals, for your semifinals, 30 versus 15. Now, uh, 30, 30 completely transformed what it meant to main event WrestleMania. However, however, we don't get 30 without a previous one from 2004. I'm taking 30 over four. And what? Well, no, no. Wait, it's 30 fi- versus 15. 30 versus 15. So it's not letting. Did you advance the tournament already? Yeah. yeah. It's yes. And when I refresh, it's not bringing it. Apart. Yeah. It's 30, 30 versus 15. 15 again. Rock Austin won with Mankind as a special guest referee. Um, the way 30 goes off the air, it, it has to be better. Monumental this, for, for, for what this tournament is and what the event we're talking about. It's WrestleMania. Yeah. It's The way 30. 30 goes off the air could easily be the very last scene that you see in a, in a video package that highlights what it is to be the main event at WrestleMania. If you ever get a Daniel Bryan biopic, they're just gonna end the movie there. They could. They very just end the movie right there. Thirty advances to your finals. Woo wee! All right, what, what's 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 the other match to determine the finals? It's, it's getting it's thirty. Thirty-one. Lesnar, Reigns, Rollins interjects and cashes in for your WWF or WWE Championship. Versus X7. We almost had Austin Rock versus Austin Rock. <laughs> do you understand Only that? Cool do, you, do you understand that? Have, but yeah, here, here, okay. In my Triple H <laughs> voice, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm taking 31, and it seems like I should not. Ooh. I'm going to tell you why I'm taking 31. Ooh. On the final decisions, 31 got it right. As far as creative, before before creative, uh, I mean before the um, the credits and the and the fireworks to end the show, thirty one got it right. You know what I I hate I hate that you just said that because it made me think about one visual very very early on in that show, a curb stop attempt that went above the ring ropes that culminated. And the most vicious RKO we have ever seen in WrestleMania with a loss to Seth Rollins. I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. And what happened? Thirty-one. And, and what happens at the? And what happens at the end of thirty-one? Seth Rollins is world heavyweight champion. After after just taking a step up no. curb stomp 
the above the ropes to turn into the most vicious RKO we have ever seen at WrestleMania. He you ends up winning. He bounced back from taking an L while the sun was out to being champion as the sun is going down. And people forgot you even showed up for the whole show. That was a stroke of master genius as far as creative is concerned. You put that match on, which you know could have been a co-main event. You put it on early enough in the day that it entertains, but you forget that it happened. And you forget that Seth Rollins has money, the money in the bank briefcase. And then while everyone's trying to figure out, are you going to crown Roman here or are you going to keep riding this Lesnar rocket and you find the most clever way out possible? Well, Suave, here we are. We, we, we've gone through 37 matches and put them in a bucket, switched them around, made them compete against one another, Y'all didn't even have to watch these joints. We did the honors for you, and we have it'll it'll help your own, you know, your own ability to function if you go ahead and do it on your own. You know, do your own research. And we have the final two: WrestleMania 30, New Orleans, Louisiana, Mm -hmm. versus Santa Clara, California, WrestleMania 31. Daniel Bryan who had just beat Triple H for the very first match in the night to advance to the WWE Championship against Randy Orton and Batista in the main event of WrestleMania 30 in front of 70-plus thousand people in which Good Try Terry called it the Silver Dome, knowing he's over a 1,000 miles away from Detroit, Michigan, to Santa Clara, California, for WrestleMania 31, Levi Stadium, the very first uh, WrestleMania at Levi's might have been the first event at Levi Stadium. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, that becomes a triple threat match with a cash in from Seth Rollins, the only cash in at a uh, WrestleMania during the main event. Only cash in at WrestleMania, period. That's the oh, that's well, the there, well, there you go. The only cash, in, yeah, the only cash in WrestleMania, period. If you want to add that caveat, attendance uh, seventy five thousand one sixty seven in New Orleans and uh, Santa Clara seventy six thousand nine seventy six. Stadium versus arena. Well, St- stadium two versus dome. Never mind. <laughs> um, stadium versus dome. Oh, um, yeah, open air, open air versus dome status. I, I mean. Oh man! Both 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 uh, endings had a new champion raising the raising the belt up as the credits roll. Uh, both guys pulled double duty that day. We had uh, I don't know, like Daniel Bryan might be the greatest ending in WrestleMania history. That like, was the greatest greatest WrestleMania moment of all it time. It was definitely the greatest story leading up to. Right, it's one of the biggest stories post that that WrestleMania. Um. In terms of personal life, in terms of professional life, in terms of the storyline versus real, um, Seth Rollins has had a magnificent career, and it's hard to believe that that match took place in 2015. Because here we are, six years later, and he's had multiple title runs. He could easily be a champion at, at a moment's notice. The only thing stopping him is the fact that Roman Reigns is the tribal chief over on SmackDown. That yeah, they, that's the only thing stopping him. That Roman Reigns and him are on SmackDown at the same time. And because Roman Reigns is in the role that he's in, Seth Rollins is literally one bad Friday away from being a babyface again. 
Well, um, his wife is going to be returning here real soon. Uh, we could hope. Um, and his career hasn't suffered. In fact, he's reinvented himself. So and so has Daniel Bryan. Dude, we got a we had a all natural championship belt, fam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll I'll be honest with you. Daniel Bryan's issues with concussions and post concussion syndrome is the only thing stopping him from being the Austin of the modern era. Like he's the superstar, like in that gap where you see like, okay, superstar, superstar, and then who's carrying the company into mainstream. Daniel Bryan was that guy. He was the guy that would have carried the company into the mainstream forefront after Cena. Wow. Just look at look at the build. Look how big the Yes movement started to become. Other people were doing it in other sports. Had he not had to, to retire for a short amount of time due to uh, post-concussion syndrome issues, there's the face of your company. He, he would have been... He would he would have been the Austin so, slash Rock slash Hogan slash Cena so, yeah, for I'm, his time period. So I'm actually going I'm actually going there with it. In the 80s we had Hogan, in the 90s we had Austin slash Rock, in the 2000s we had Rock slash Cena, in the 2010s we had Cena slash, and it was a hodgepodge. It was Edge, Undertaker, Triple H, uh, Daniel Bryan, Perk, Perk Angle, but Daniel Bryan is in there. Yeah. high. Daniel Bryan would have been the 2010 plus. So we're talking from 2000. We would have defined this as the network era because that's the beginning of, of WWE Network as a streaming platform. WrestleMania 30 was the first. The first WrestleMania he on would have been the face of the network era. So, so we're talking 2013, 14, 15, 16. He returned. Was it was it seventeen or eighteen that he returned to? Eighteen he returned to the ring. Yeah, because he comes back for thirty four. Um, and it's like argue- that, that that two three year span makes that much of a difference. In eighteen and nineteen, he was on the heel run out of this world, and people yes. still rocked with him. Like I said, he came with an all natural championship belt. You know what I'm e- saying? E- hey, look. evil Captain Planet Daniel Bryan is actually my favorite. All right. Let's go through the criteria. Quality of match. 30 versus 31. I'm going with 30. Push, but okay. Resume participants. Neck and neck. Both ROH champions. Both multi-time WWE champions. Legend is an MMA fighter. So is Batista. Legend is the better MMA fighter. Batista is the bigger movie star. Facts. Um, um, Randy Orton, Randy 14, Orton. 14 time champion, soon to be 15. Roman Reigns, head of the table. And he beat leukemia twice. Two straight falls. <laughs> and it's what a three falls match. You uh, feel what I'm saying? It's over with. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I, favorite. It's all. Uh, I think the shock and awe of the ending of 31 my, is my favorite. My favorite but, matches my, of the two is 30, though. My, <laughs> yeah, the match is better for 30. The ending is better for 31. I, I can, even without watching the Triple H Daniel Bryan match at 30, I can still recapture the emotion from 30 
watching it now. I can't say that with 31. All right. I can I can see that. So we're still split on this one. Overall this. Im- overall uh, impact. I hate for this to end in a coin flip. We, we we've done so good. <laughs> this deserves so much more. <laughs> and then like like I say with that with that 3 year span that that Daniel Bryan is getting himself healthy, that's the difference in even separating Daniel Bryan from Seth Rollins cuz Daniel Bryan was like a gener- was going to be a generational face of the company. Seth Rollins has had that opportunity a couple of times, has not cashed in on it. Oh man. He's been the best wrestler in the company, been the best wrestler in the world before, been the hottest wrestler in the company, never cashed in on being like, okay, this is the generational guy. Uh, that's, that's Roman seat. I, I honestly, I think Daniel Bryan's stock has either gone up or remained the same. Seth Seth's has had peaks and valleys. Okay. And I, th- and I, think, and I think that's your separator right there. I'm going with 30. I can't argue. I I love I love the creative of, of how 31 plays out. I love the ending of 31. I think it was clever as shit. I also can't deny what 30 meant. You're a winner. Yeah. And new best WrestleMania main event of all time. WrestleMania 30. And it's congratulations hard. And, and, to all the participants. Enjoy your uh your baskets filled with fruits and berries and and samplers from all across the globe. And this is a uh, it's very arguable, very very arguable. Oh, I'm certain we're getting some hate mail. I mean, show up brokenpistolbc.com, brokenpistolbc at gmail.com. I mean, you you got some you got something to say? You got something on your mind? Let it off. At um, Broken Pencil BC on what? Everything. 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 Suave. Yo. We've done this for a couple hours now, man. Hopefully, we, hopefully we've entertained the pencil pushers. Do me a favor. Take us to the house. Pencil pushers. Heads up. Pencils down. The Broken Pencil Booking Company, a pro wrestling podcast infused with hip hop. Available on all streaming platforms, including the, the Beast Radio.